Hello and welcome to the Life is Storytelling podcast, where we are celebrating episode 50. Bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam, bam. Um, Ernest, thank you so much for being here for so many episodes. Dude, it's my fucking pleasure. Even like, when you weren't permanent, you were you were here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fuck all the haters that said we'd never make it. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's been like nothing but love and support. For sure. Yeah, nobody's like, you'll never make it. You'll never <laughs> You'll never work in it. this town again. <laughs> um, but no, it's great. And we're going to be reviewing uh, the swan song of the probably the best Guardians. I mean, probably the, the best, best trilogy, trilogy in yeah. MCU, yeah. which is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's a big moment. Probably big is like for the other people because I strongly believe that it's the best trilogy. I, I so I go ahead and say it. I completely agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Um. And honestly, it's the one that's the most like a trilogy. We're not because uh, it actually it like has an end. Um. But before we fully get into that, Ernest, I'm so happy to have you back here in person. Oh man. Here in the Ernasium. The Earnest Earn- Manor. <laughs> it is here in the Erniverse. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> it's so good to be back, man. Like the whole time I was over there, like I was having a great fucking time. Mm. But I just wanted to be back here so bad. And then when we collected all seven Dragon Balls, we made it happen. Yeah, man. And I appreciate it. <laughs> it took a lot. Yeah. Um But before we get into this, something I want to bring up at the top of the show here. Um, just because it's something that's happened while we took our week off. And it's a pretty big thing, and it impacts like a lot of what we cover, um, or just enjoy as nerds. The writer's strike is wild, man. It is very wild. Yeah. Do you remember the last one? Uh, you know, it was so far back. I was uh, a big Conan watcher when that happened, uh, so uh, I was one of the people because he had to fill airtime with no written content. Um, and the clip has been going around, and I can remember watching it where uh, he he spent he he had people in the studio and his live studio audience like, okay, guys, we're gonna try to break the record for how long I can make my wedding ring spin, and they would just make up stuff. <laughs> um, oh, but Conan's great; he can he can stand on his yeah. own. But and he was also a very experienced writer. Absolutely, stuff, so I'm sure he, he, he did start out writing for standing SNL, standing behind his staff and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, as of right now, we don't have any of the late night hosts doing anything without their writers. Um, but it's already begun impacting a lot of big things. Blade, which I guess we can just call production hell now, because they had an issue with getting a director. Mm-hmm. Then they just got a writer. Yeah, and now writer strike. Yeah, and it's already been announced to be delayed again. Yeah. Um, I, I hope that it's worth the wait because I I'm really looking forward. To the yeah, same, yeah, same, same, same. Um, and then they just announced the new Daredevil series is also being delayed. So that's two. Not to say they kind of are like the biggest thing. Uh, it's hitting Disney pretty hard. Yeah, Yellow Yellow Jackets season three was in the writers' room for two days. Yeah, and walked out because yeah. they're at the picket line. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you have people. And let's talk about this for a moment. Um, Because WB doesn't have the most, it doesn't have the greatest reputation. So they're going to continue with filming the next season of the show of House of Dragons. Um, And they had announced that the scripts were already written. But then the showrunner, Mm -hmm. who is also a main writer for the show, who's on the picket line during this strike, has said, we never finish the script when we start filming. We write as we go. Um, 
So I'm going to believe him because he, <laughs> I mean, he was the, one that's he was the show and, and he's not going to be there while they're making this either. Right. right so right. like I get wanting to put that out there, but like you just said with blade, something's it's just totally worth the wait. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And, and I feel like that's the move here. Yes. Is, is to, I mean, delay your shit, bro. Yes. Delay it. Like this is, we, we if you survived understand. COVID, with all of that, yeah. we can survive this. Absolutely. And and this is the big thing about the writer's strike. Pay them what they're owed. Like, just, just treat them like people. Right. Like, I, I understand, like, a writer's strike pretty much happens anytime there's a, um, like, a transition in media. Yes. Is what I'm understanding. So, so the like, big, yes. So, the big transition here was when we went into streaming. Right. And the reason it was delayed to this point is because they didn't, the pandemic happened. And the the Writers Guild understood that there's a lot of limitations with what they can even do. Like we just made the joke about like stuff wasn't even getting released in theaters at a certain point. Right, right. Everything was closed. It would have just not made sense. But now, because they have, they have these old contracts where they're really not sick. Some of these writers can't even afford to live in, like, in L.A. <laughs> yeah, I saw a, a thing where um, somebody that wrote for Jane the Virgin got showed checks for episodes where she got one cent and two cents. Really? Yeah. Fuck that. It's fucking nuts, bro. Fuck that. These are create. It's, and I understand. And I complain about like, my pay to HR. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? And, like, that, that is such a risky job to be in already not just writing but like in the media space in general uh, just in hollywood yeah period yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then it's also like the most expensive place to live um but of course if you're there you can have the best chance of finding anything but i hate that this is having to happen i fully support them yeah absolutely. and i hope they get their due and you've said it a lot like the, the I, I never knew the phrase until you said it i hope they get their flowers yeah something that we say a lot is that uh Life is storytelling. Indeed. And Indeed. what's these stories without writers, man? Exactly. We fucking need it. And AI should have no part in making these oh, scripts. Oh, yeah. Let's not even get into that let's part. Let's not. <laughs> I can't believe the Russo's entertained that idea. But let's go into a better... Well, it's hard to say it's a happier thing. Um, but that is to say, writer's strike, we support, the, we support the guilds. All the power to them. And if you're out here just complaining about a delay for one of your favorite shows... Dude, these are people trying to make a living. Yeah. Some of them have families. Some of them just want to be able to afford to live in the place where they were have to live so they can do the job they love. Yeah, bro. Getting paid one or two cents yeah, for an episode that. is ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Right, right. Um, but let's talk about something else that's ridiculous on a different level. And that <laughs> is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It is the end of this wonderful story. With these wonderful characters, um, it, if, to my understanding, we for the majority of this team we will we will not see this team of guardians again. Right. We might see some of these characters again later on, um, but I will say at the beginning here we are going to be doing spoiler free. We're going to go a little bit, get into as much as we can without giving spoilers, but and we will make it clear since this is the last one, like the last time we're going to be able to talk about this crew, we will get into spoilers a little later on. Yeah. But we will make it absolutely clear. Um, but right now, so clear. spoiler free, Ernest, give me your thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I just thought it was crazy when everybody died. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what Mark Ruffalo said about talking about the fucking Infinity War. That's yeah. great. No, nah, man. Like, uh, yeah, what an experience, you know. 
And because Guardians has been my favorite franchise in this for a minute. You know, like you remember we did our top five MCU films? I do. And Guardians was at the top for me, like easy. Um, and because that was, again, like Chase just wanted to watch Frozen over and over. Like I needed something to balance that out. And Guardians was my answer. I used That's to so just, great to have that unique thing for it. I, I, I used to put that shit on repeat and just like fall asleep to it for like months bro for months i can't tell you how many times i saw that movie just loop through <laughs> but um yeah man um this this was I, I think it was such a great ending you know um where we end up here is just ah it, it's <laughs> i i think it's it's so much <laughs> god damn fucking when this all started out, I didn't imagine that, like, my love for them would, like, stay as deep as it is. Yeah. You know? Like, because Marvel is just constantly dropping shit. But James Gunn just, like, took this thing and, like, ran with it and made it, like, special amongst, like, you know, there's potential for so much, like, so many special things in the MCU. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten some, but, like, not on this consistent basis at all, not even close. And to end it the way that he did here is just so him, you know, like what we've come to expect at this point is just like good character driven shit, you know, not just like some throwaway story or anything like that. Like dude's going to make you care. And then he's going to make you, he's going to leave you in awe with like the action that's about to happen. And then, you know, he's going to make you laugh a couple times along the way, too. And then he's going to circle back on how you cared and make you fucking cry, bro. Because, God, he got me in Peacemaker and everything. <laughs> like, that dude's good. Um, so, yeah, man. Um, I left that theater immensely satisfied, for sure. How about you? It was okay. I'm just kidding. Um, right before we started recording, I asked Ernest to ask me, what, what did I do yesterday? What did you do yesterday? Chris? And I went to go see Guardians Volume 3 a second time. <laughs> and lo and behold, because I was a little nervous about it. So when all things MCU. So I really liked the first time I watched um, No Way Home, Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm -hmm. um, and I still don't think it's like bad or anything. But go, I went to go see that a second time, took a friend with me who was wanting to see it. And I was just like, oh, this isn't as... Is it that like when the shock value goes away, it, it takes away so much of the value? Like, Somewhat the like other that. Types of value Somewhat with like it? that. And again, I'm not saying it, it became like the crappiest movie in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wasn't. It felt long to me the second time around. This movie's almost. It's like two and a half hours. Yeah. And uh, and we're gonna get into this later. I kind of wish it was a little longer. Um, <laughs> and I did not feel it either time I watched this film. And this is not. This is not an easy film to watch. And I don't mean like that on a quality level. Um, if you've heard anything about this movie, there were there have been warnings issued for like trigger warnings for like animal cruelty, stuff like that, um, which are so warranted. And I've seen people be like, I don't know if I can watch that. And I, I get that. I completely get that. Yeah. Ashley outside the theater was like, I never. Oh, that's right. She she was like, I hated this movie, but not because like the story was bad. It was just so hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And you know what? You can't fight that. It's, it's not going to be something you it's for some people it's just too much of a trigger and i'll say like 
Uh, for the majority of it, it's not like the most gruesome thing you've ever seen. Yeah, it's not a gore fest. But it is not like, Suicide Squad levels of But gore. things are definitely like implied here, and mm. it's just sad as fuck. And I was going to say, the fact that you get to know a lot of the characters that go through this cruel situation add to the heaviness of it. Yeah. Um, this might be... And again, I could be missing something, but I feel like I remember every dark moment in the MCU because they're my favorite. Um, <laughs> this might be the darkest MCU film, with the exception of Infinity War, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. we killed half the cast. Yeah. Not even just the cast, <laughs> half the universe, but yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, excuse me. But um, this, this movie, it's, oh my God. Because I... We go to every one of these MCU movies, and it's never a thing where I'm like dreading it. Because honestly, dude, I wouldn't go. Um, but we went here. I was looking forward to it. I'm very excited to see a new James Gunn film, The Guardians, one of the best things out there for superheroes and stuff. Um, and I was so surprised. Feels like it's not the right word. Because so, but I'm gonna use it. I, I was surprised. Because what we've been getting, I don't hate this. I didn't hate Phase Four, right? But there is a notice in some issues. Yeah, yeah. Um, and kind then, of like well, a drop in quality. Yeah. And what was saying. the last? Was was Quantumania last one? Quantumania was the first of the fifth. I oh, know, but was that the last Marvel movie we? Oh watched? yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Yes. It was very clear that movie was so focused on just moving the plot of the overarching MCU along. Right. Um, where this doesn't. And, oh, my God, did we need this? Yes. It is about your characters, as you just said, that character-driven story. And I can't believe, like, bro, like, we, how, we need this. Bro, and like, I- it might work as, like, a, like, an EKG to the MCU. Yeah. And, like, people's love for it. Like, I think... There might be some renewed hopes. Yeah, like because I've seen some people. Re- I, I saw some short reviews on Twitter, just people being like, "Oh my god, this makes me love the MCU again." Oh my god, this could be with like the original starting phases of this franchise. This and I completely agree with this. Um, I don't, I don't know where I'd rank it all in the MCU, but I do believe at one hundred percent this is the best thing we've had since Infinity War. Well, it's probably since Endgame. Yeah, yeah, since Endgame, yeah, probably. Um, it's hard and, to compare anything to those big ones, but and, yeah, and and that's the thing is like they're on such different scales. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. and but that's also part of the charm of this, of this movie is that it feels so personal. Yeah, because this is so this villain where we had ego in the second one who kind of is trying to connect and make the universe in his image, um, and then the first one we have is it Ronan. Is his name Ronan? Ronan. Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. Um, just trying to retrieve an Infinity Who's Stone. He's such a badass. Sure. He's a great <laughs> he villain. is a badass, but I didn't find him that that compelling of a villain. Um, he looks so cool. Oh, he does look really and cool. And the actor who plays him, we just like, talked about Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I yeah. can't think of his name, but the eyebrow guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and not Colin Farrell. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, I love that the stakes here are so small, but if you have any, any, any inkling of an attachment to any of these characters, it's obviously, especially Rocket, it's going to feel so, it's going to feel like even bigger than what we've been getting. Yes. Like the, the, the galaxy's not at risk here. They're just trying to save a friend and 
that feels like like a whole world is at stake if you care about this character. Yeah, yeah. Which I, if you watch the first two, and I mean the holiday special, all the things Guardians. Yep. Like if you watch those, like you have to feel some kind of connection because mm-hmm. I think part of the charm of just the Guardians, like in general, is that they are all outcasts and like, yeah, you know. They but they do badass shit. They do badass shit. Yeah, yeah. They blow shit up. And I know that's a thing for like superheroes in general. Like, oh, they're a recluse or an outcast, or they don't have a lot of friends. There's a way to do it, and the way Gun taps into it. Yeah, and these performances. And then because they're outcasts among the outcasts, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Nebula. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. She was a total villain in the first in the first one and stuff, and even in the second one, she was still kind of. Like a bitch at the beginning. She was. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, man. Yeah. Um, for them to bring us down to this level. It's like um it's like when you watch Ants or a Bug's Life, right? Okay. Like y- you know, like on their perspective the you yes. know, things are epic, bro. Yeah. And it's all about what level you're looking at. Yeah. And like to be here on this level, like this is as epic as you get, like emotionally. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um and it it taps into those like emotional beats so well. Um I just love it. I love it so much. Uh because I did recently rewatch him. Because I will say before I did this rewatch, I don't think I had a favorite character. Mm. I, I wanna <laughs> say I was leaning towards Quill, and I think he's still the one I relate to the most. But after rewatching it recently, because I haven't watched these movies since the 80s, um, Rocket was definitely, like, he just seemed so, prof- like, so there, so important. And it makes a lot of sense, because James Gunn said it recently in an interview, and there's a line in the movie that kind of aligns with this, that Rocket's the secret protagonist. Mm. And, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And something that I love about this film, because I've been seeing a lot of clips for the previous films after watching three, that this movie adds a lot of context to almost everything Rocket does or says in the prior films. Like there's there's an instance in Guardians 1 where Rocket gets drunk and Drax is... You don't see it happen. They're like gambling. Right? They're gambling. Yeah, but yeah. then Rocket starts fighting with him and Gamora and Quill has to break it up. And Rocket's like holding himself from tears saying like, they called me a little, I didn't ask to get made. I didn't yeah. do that. I didn't ask for this. This was done to me. He called me a monster, a vermin. And he just like got choked up. Yeah. And when you watch that now, after watching three, oh, it's like, fuck. <laughs> just even thinking about it. Right yeah. 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 And then man, it made me, it, it brought me a little down. Like, you know, when it initially initially happened. Yeah. But going back with that context now. Because you just, you have a whole backstory with it. And then in two, there's a moment where Quill's not making it to the ship. It's towards the end. Although they're trying to get off away from Ego. Um, And Gamora's like, I'm going to go get him. But Rocket shoots her from behind to taser or whatever. And she passes out and she's like, he's like, I've hit my quota for friends I can lose right now. And you just get a glimpse, like in that moment, hearing that line now, I just think about the characters we're introduced to in this film. And I'm just like, fuck. (laughs) Um, My favorite has always kind of like rotated. That's fair. I don't think there's a bad one. No, not at all. Not at all. I was so I was iffy on obviously. um, We just said her name. Nebula. Yeah. joining the yeah. team but damn did she in her spot and i was about to uh actually bring her up because i do have a huge bias 
towards towards Nebula because Karen Gillan is my celebrity crush. Who? Uh, the girl from Doctor Who. No, I was gonna continue. I was gonna try to make more Who jokes. That's fine. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, yeah, man, she's ever since then like she's been like my celebrity crush, and she's just wonderful. She's uh, absolutely and wonderful. even the the corny stuff that she's in. Like I take a look because because you've seen Jumanji, I'm right? A fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, she's great in Jumanji. But as Nebula, like fuck, dude, she's so she just embodied that character so much, like. So much that like I'm watching it and I forget it's her sometimes. You know, it's very, cl- it's very. I imagine very easy. I don't have the same because even experience like Zoe Saldana is like green. You know what I mean? But yeah, you're still like you can see her Zoe, face. bro. Yeah, it's not like she's a blue cat person, right? <laughs> <laughs> but then you know, Nebula, like she just completely embodies the whole robot thing, which makes for some dope combat. It does. Uh, but I'm curious. Uh, did you see the thing she posted recently about? Um, so she didn't. She posted a picture of going to couples therapy. Oh yes, and yes. she has to and do it in makeup. makeup. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's dedication. Fuck That's yeah. fucking dedicated because she didn't. I I think there's a scheduling thing or whatever. I don't know the f- reasons why she had to do it, but she didn't want to skip the, the she, counseling. She uh, yeah, she had scheduled it like before her set time, there you but go. didn't realize they probably that had research makeup or something. was before. Or something yeah, like that. <laughs> she just had to do it like. And on then for her to even share it, that's that's uh, amazing. Dude, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. And because therapy is important, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, if this movie tells you anything, nothing's perfect. But dude, for real. But. To strive for that perfection can sometimes be toxic. Anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> fucking. Uh, and then Gamora. I mean, she's the deadliest woman in the universe. She, she is. She's so dope, bro. She is. I love and her so much. I know you came out of the theater saying uh, that at least the first time that this is your favorite version of her. It still is. Like in the movies. Um, I, I don't know if we're like bringing the game into this, but. Um, oh no! Yeah. I'm, so I will say for me, I was talking about the movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. And then um, I mean, but like Peter Quill, he's the uh, he's like the default, yeah. Like through after I watched the first movie for the first time, I was like, Star Lord's the most badass motherfucker in the world. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but um, I was actually really partial to Drax and Groot a lot at the beginning. That's fair. Um, okay. That's gotta man. suck after finishing one. <laughs> for, for yeah, Groot. dude. Oh, dude, it killed me. But then Baby Groot at the end, like dancing. Yeah, like when he's yeah, just yeah. in his pot still. Like, oh man. Um, yeah, because I feel like Groot's powers are just so fucking. Like they're OP, kind of. Like, they are, oh, and they kind of does, get a little more OP <laughs> when he does use them. Like, because he's not always like just yeah. swinging around vines and stuff. Mm. But when he does, like he fucks shit up. He just spears like rows of people and yeah. stuff. Like, I love it. And but I like how we, because OG Groot, he definitely has his own like style, right? And then we have his son over here just doing something completely different, and I love that they're just very different characters. And um, but Drax just always had a very like relatable story. You know how I feel about dad stories. Bro. That's fair. And like when he talks about his family and that like emotion that he shows and stuff, like I'd always feel that shit so much. And, and maybe I liked Quill because he didn't know who his father was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. And then I mean, and then uh, the mom passing from cancer at the beginning too. Yeah, that that was like, oh, dude. Like it, it, it I was immediately drawn in. Yeah. And then I mean, 
oh, there was so much about the first one that just drew me in. But like here, getting to the end and the focus that they put on Rocket, it's like impossible not to have him like in that conversation. Yeah, he's such a worthy contender. Oh, dude. And uh, I mean, like you said, there's no wrong way to go. No, with, absolutely like, not. Like who your favorite is. Even like, because technically Gamora is not a, a member of it anymore, but like in our hearts, she always Yeah, is. yeah. And I mean, well... No, that's a spoiler. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> I will wait for this. Yes, yes, yes. But um, there's a couple of things I want to go over real quick before we get into spoilers, just mm-hmm. so we can have like a full rounded out set of thoughts without going into it if people want to not listen to the spoilers. Um, do you think, because it's such a hard thing to even think about, to end a f- franchise inside the main franchise? Yeah. Because uh, obviously this Guardians is just a part of what is the the MCU um, to even say we're saying goodbye to something like this. It sounds almost impossible to just try to make sense of it. Um, do you think gun delivered and it worked? Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, there's so much that he just hit the nail on, on its head here. Like the way um, he bounced back and didn't have to do anything with like the Thor stuff. Yeah, you know, like yeah. all of that is good to go. Yeah, um, fucking he didn't do anything here that's going to, you know, drastically change. Like there was no Infinity Stones or anything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like because like you said, There's it's, no King Cammy. <laughs> so it's so separated from the overarching plot that we have, and um, which is so refreshing. And then he just ended it on such a note, man. Like just the biggest happiest notes mm-hmm. <laughs> like i i don't know if i could ask for anything more yeah like there's there's no loops like unclosed yeah. or anything like I, I think we're good man i think we're good he uh, did a fantastic job yeah yeah what do you did you no i agree with you find any no abnormally no 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 um so i will say to give a little a little bit of what some of my issues with the film um, cause at first I thought it was, I was imagining it and then watching it a second time. I was like, no, I feel this way. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and none of my complaints are things that I think are like bad, mm. but I'll just get into it instead of going around it. Um, preferences when you get, I love where we end up mm-hmm. and I love the majority of this journey, but I do feel like there's a point where it's kind of like we have a big fight and then it's like a fast forward to the end. Mm. for me and i'll be able to get into that a little more when we get into spoilers but um rocket as our main character here is we don't actually technically get a lot of time with him right so i kind of would have liked a little more time uh yeah with him (laughs) because you do see a lot of what happened rocket's backstory and that's the majority of Rocket you get here. But yeah. knowing that this is, and we might get, it's hard to talk around spoilers, um, <laughs> but we get a lot of his backstory. Um, I, I, ju- I just would have liked more time with him, I guess is a way to put it. I understand. And then because they are, they were pushing this like as his story more than anybody yeah. else. And I will say they, they, they delivered on that. It is totally his story. And at the same time, as hard as it sounds, at least in my head, he does provide arcs on like everyone. Yeah. Drax has an arc. Nebula has an arc. We have our new Gamora 
coming into her own. We have Quill having to come to terms with what that means. Cosmo. And doing his own thing. Cosmo <laughs> is a good dog. Yeah. All right. Cosmo is <laughs> yeah. a good dog. In, in, uh, is it Claglin? Caglin. Yeah. Uh, Caglin? Caglin? I think so. Yeah. Um, James Gunn's brother. Yes. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. Weasel from the Suicide Squad. Um, he, I think it's Caglin. I think it's yeah. Caglin. But yeah, uh, we even have a little thing with him that ends up being there's a there's an emotional point to that. Yeah. Uh, and I love I love that weapon. But um, oh, dude, it's great. R.I.P. Yondu. But like as you were just saying, all those loops, these arcs, they are crystallized. They go somewhere I think is very good. Um, and it's almost like a, it's a weird way to say it's also hard to watch. Cause it's just like, it's like, you're watching it through like crying eyes, like, bye. Because, because it's heavy, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, heavy. yeah. Even the, even the happy things are heavy. In but this movie. movie ends up being a celebration of what's made the guardians so great. And that includes the music. Yeah. And I love, I just love where we end up so much. It's hard for me to even criticize the things I'm criticizing. And because I didn't realize necessarily what they were doing when they first started it. But, like, as they go through the decades, mm-hmm. like, through each film and stuff. Is and then it like, ends with him looking to the future. Yeah, dude. And, Dang. like, oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. So here is your warning. Spoilers. Yeah, skip the video games, motherfuckers. Skip the video games. <laughs> if this is all you wanted to hear, go watch the movie right now. Which, you know, if if you only come for the movies, I do recommend skipping to what we've been watching. Well, that's true. It's, the always, wrap up at the it's always a good. It's always a good idea. Yeah, yeah, because we got some good stuff back. Sometimes, there. <laughs> um, sometimes they're terrible. No, but <laughs> <laughs> but for anyone sticking around, this is now the spoiler warning. Three, two, one. I'm not starting with the Everybody biggest one. Dies, <laughs> <You dude. don't. laughs> Everybody dies. Everybody dies. But so, I'm going to ask you first. What did you think of Adam Warlock? Um. I thought he was great, but I wish we would have got a little bit more of him. Um, it 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 does kind of feel like he was just there in passing. Um, and what they've set up here, like maybe we do get more of him in the future. Yeah. Um, and from what I understand, it's mo- it's like he's known for being an ally mm-hmm. of the Guardians, and I like the way that they brought him in. You know, so like uh, I feel like it was well executed. I just feel like the stay could have been a bit longer, though. Um, And because he like his his comedy, I love. That's funny. Like with him. Don't be rash. Yeah. (laughs) Let's not be rash. With him being like kind of. great. He's kind of a dunce, you know, like and then uh, and he's just so cool looking. He's so gold. Yeah. I was like, is he cool looking? He's so cool. <laughs> um, so I will say, oddly enough, I agree and disagree with you. Okay. And it's the weird you could thing. could have used less of him. <laughs> so, and this is going to get into where I think a lot of things we could have. So there's a whole part at the end that's like a fake out involving Star-Lord. And it ends up this really cheesy scene of it's obviously recreating a certain art piece of art where two fingers are touching to bring him back um which which was fine the first time i watched it but i watched it the second time i was just like man i could have gotten rocket here (laughs) (laughs) but there i feel like if you cut out some of because he he fulfills his purpose pretty early on 
he starts us on our journey. And I feel like to give him any more screen time would take away a lot of the good stuff we already have. Whereas if we take away some of it, we have him introduced in the MCU still, because obviously I there's no way he's not going to show up later on. Um, we have him introduced, and then the pay that's our slight payoff from the the final credit scene of two. And then you would have had him just like fade into the shadows a bit, something because it feels like kind of did anyway. Kind of because he just yeah, pokes. Yeah. He's literally Team Rocket trying to steal a Pikachu. <laughs> he's literally just like I, oh, we're I mean, blasting off again. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this is nothing to his performance. Anytime he was on screen, I enjoyed him. Yeah. Um. And I get the little character arc they gave him of like understanding some things, but even that feels a little forced because it's just like, oh, you did this one nice thing for me. Okay. I'm going to join the Guardians. <laughs> um, but he also didn't have anywhere else to go. No, yeah. yeah. And he had the, again, we're already in spoilers. Why not? His mom's dead. Yeah. Like, and that's fine. It's I so feel like sudden. that's a very quick write off for it's her. It's so sudden. It is. And she's yeah. such a big character in two. It's weird. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Kind of weird. Um, but, I mean, they're good. The story's good about moving on from shit. Yeah. No, that. for sure. Like, um, and they do their little callbacks and stuff like that. Like, I'm sure one day we get Will Poulter there, just Adam War locking it up. For sure. And he's like, oh, my mother, you know. <laughs> and somebody brought up. Abu um, Oh, like I told you, I was listening to a review of it, of, of this film on the way here. Um because you're talking about like how you'd like to see more. And I completely get that. Like, but I feel like where we are, like, it's in the middle. Cause would, you could have had more, you could have had less. It would have given him a better impact, but I don't know what you take out for that. too. Exactly. Um, because it's already two and a half hours or so. Yeah. Um, and I'm over here being like, we should have made it three. <laughs> cause I really feel like if you give me 30 more minutes of rocket, cause the not like 90% of this movie, like rocket he's up, unconscious up and doing, Stuff. Yeah, because yeah. like we get a few interactions with him and Quill, and the rest of the team, and they're great. And I love, I love the first thing Rocket asks when he wakes up: "Where's Nebula?" Yeah, and something I didn't think about until after I watched it the first time: they were the only Guardians for five years. Everyone else was va- evaporated. Yeah, five years. Yeah, bro. And knowing what Lost Rocket already that, had. Yeah. He only had Nebula. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably like more than or just as much, if not more than as much time as he got with the rest of the crew. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> like, unlike them, because I would say that's the person because he's obviously close with everybody, except with the exception, maybe this Gamora. Um, like that's a bond. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's a bond you can't break. And th- you totally see it because it's heightened even more. The moment that, um, I keep forgetting her name and I just say it Nebula. Nebula, what's wrong with me? I'm sorry. The moment Karen Gillan, <laughs> Euphoria. No, <I'm> <laughs> Euphoria. <laughs> the moment Nebula hears Rocket's voice and hears he's, he's okay, she like covers her mouth, oh, freezes. Yeah. yeah, she holds her heart. Yeah, like, and it's just uh, like, it's yeah. it's so precious. I, I wept. I, I I did too at that part. It's yeah. beautiful. It's beautiful. And then Mantis, this is a theory, but I like the idea because um, she's looking right at um, Nebula, says, we love you, Rocket. We're happy you're alive. Some people are theorizing she's able to sense Nebula's emotions from um, feeling them Because so she's not good at communicating. Yeah. Them. 
That's so nice. Yeah. And again, that's a theory, but like, what a nice. But also, also, (laughs) but also, like, I believe that Mantis loves her. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I mean, they're all happy. (laughs) Because even Drax has like he cracks his he like he's surprised and he's happy. Yeah. Oh, Drax, bro. Can can we talk about Dave real quick? Talk about Dave. Let's talk about Dave. Talk about Dave. Thank you, James Gunn. Putting fucking Dave on the market, yeah, for sure. Because God, I mean, like, I mean, he said it in in an interview as well. Like, he was like Drax. Like, I don't want to go back to doing the superhero stuff. Yeah, but like, Drax is what made me be able to do all this other Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, and dude, I'm so happy he got that opportunity. Same. Yeah, from like the newer stuff that he's coming out in, the stuff that I know he's going to come out in in the future. Like, God, he's just so great. But Drax, the character as well. It's wonderful. Like, yeah, to see like how far he's come and stuff like that. Yeah, and they even bring up kind of like his dumbness. Yeah. yeah. Um, But (laughs) I love. He's not stupid. Because another Bond that I just adore, and they're the center of the holiday special, it's Mantis and Drax. Yeah, dude. And that makes a certain scene towards the end of the film that much more heartbreaking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it does. Because the team does end up going their separate ways. And I I could see her getting her own little show, or we just see her down the road. Yeah. Um, cause she's got three great bodyguards with her. <laughs> she just like does that little whistle or something. And it's Dude, great. Yeah. It's dope. But, it's um, dope. but I imagine she pops up somewhere. Oh, for yeah. sure. I, yeah. I imagine, I imagine so. Um, but, uh, but you're absolutely right. And like, there's, there's a, the, the arc with Drax taking him from being the destroyer to being Drax, the dad. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's Dude, so precious. So and there's a whole gag with him on a couch that killed me. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Shape? Why is it oblong shaped? Like, Surely this can be for more than one thing. <laughs> so Drax, I see you. He's like midway. Oh, man, it's great. What did you think of Counter Earth, bro? It's pretty wild, especially since it ends up being like a planetary genocide. Yeah. Which it, is where we lose Mor- Adam Warlock's mom. Right. But like... Wow, it's it's pretty fucked. Yeah, like I did not see them just wiping out. Yeah, it was definitely a as as far as twists go. I bet M Night liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they didn't then turn around and explain. That's true because it's just like how because he just let it happen. Yeah. Um. Funny enough, Dave is in both a movie with whatever. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He's the one that explains it. He is. He is. He is. But um. Uh, it, it was very interesting. It's very cool that they have their own language. Yeah. Um, you could you could explain the motivations of our villain here, that he's just a misguided furry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, dude, what yeah. a fucking villain! I gotta say, he's top tier. Yeah. I, I has to be. People are have brought up that he's a bit one note, and that's not that's true. He's kind of evil for evil's sake. Um. But there's a way to do that where it's not boring, and you will hate this man. Yeah, yeah. If it, it's definitely like you know, mad, you, mad scientist. Yeah. We can put him like in that container, but then he separates himself from the rest of the mad scientists. Absolutely, by being that like fucking chimera making motherfucker. Yeah. You know? Oh, dude, that's a good. That's a good way to put it because yeah, everyone man. hates that one guy from Full Metal Alchemist. And that's exactly <laughs> what I had in mind. That's exactly what. Just one of the most evil motherfuckers is, of all time. Absolutely. And like, but when you bring animals into it you know that you've forgiven john wick for so long <laughs> yeah, dude. 
you did so much and you were like you do it for that dog man yeah man yeah dude but like fuck so like on this scale you know it's that times a million yeah for sure like this motherfucker needs to die and like i could not wait until they got their hands on so let street. me ask you this because again we're already in spoilers do you think they should have done it should have done what killed him uh i mean he he died anyway, right? He could have. You don't know. I mean, okay, yeah, this is... Like, I really doubt they're going to bring books. that guy back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um... No. It's a rule of thumb. If you don't see it on screen, there's always the chance. I think it was important for Rocket, Rocket's character to not, you know? Like, for him, if if you can forgive that guy... Or not forgive. He. I was gonna. I was. I was gonna wait, but I was gonna be like, I don't think he forgives. If if you cannot pull the trigger on this guy, then that shows his growth more than anything. Because this motherfucker was ready to blow up anybody and everything. Absolutely. Like at the beginning of this story, Um, but like for the person that has hurt him the most, Mm -hmm. and like some of that hate has been like fueled to him in motivation towards everything that he does in life damn near like up to this point so for him to not do it there like shows his growth more than anything else can absolutely so i think it's great that they didn't so i will say but i wish he would have died yeah yeah we and we're gonna assume he is (laughs) it would be a hell of a choice to bring him back um with no face but uh he's just gonna build another mask but um (laughs) oh yeah that makes sense he (laughs) i assume he would i guess he could just make another Um, no, I'll never have a face again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my first time watching it, I was like, "You should have done it." But second time watching it, I was like, especially with um, Cooper's line delivery there, he's like, "When?" Because Drax, of course, asked him, "Why not?" And he's like, "Because I'm a freaking guardian of the galaxy." And I was like, "You know what? Yeah, yeah." Especially it, when you know where that goes. This is a perfect chance to bring up m- my favorite quote again. Go for it. Forgive others, not because they deserve forgiveness, but because you deserve peace. It's fair. And I, if not, again, I don't know if you necessarily. I don't think you forgave him. I don't think but, you can forgive that. <laughs> but to like be able to find peace with where he, he let was go at, of the hold he had over him. It's huge. Yeah, for sure. And that takes so much, man, for any like kind of abuser, you know, to like let that shit go and be able to move on. Like, some people never get there, and you can't blame them for it. But, like, to for him to get there, somebody that abused him in the way that he did, and pretty much made him Someone I think we'd all be willing to say, like, the universe doesn't need him around. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man, it's so huge. So huge. Yeah, good question, man. Oh, yeah. Because it's it's, it's, it's 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 the thing about rewatches, you never know. And like, like I've talked about, like with everything ever all at once, sometimes we're watching t- thing too many times, whatever the reasons can make you numb to something and you, you got to give it the time to breathe before you go back. But this is the first time in so long I've been like, I want to go watch this Marvel movie again. And <laughs> yeah, then dude. been like, cause literally cause I like, could watch it again. Wakanda forever. Yeah. Fucking that man. Um, Dude, yeah. I'm trying to read. I'll back. definitely put uh, Black Panther over that. I but, don't. Uh, ne- I don't even necessarily have a want to go back and watch too many uh, Phase Four MCU films. Yeah. Um, Shang Chi, maybe. I would yeah. say that one stands out. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I I would also probably Doctor Strange. But Doctor Strange, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, 
I want to watch it again now that I've seen the yeah. Evil Dead's. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, but uh, this one just, and I really hope you they watch this. And obviously, what we're gonna get the rest of this year is already made, and maybe the stuff next year is already like in too much of a production to stop. But I want this to be like our Legend of Zelda. Yeah, I want this, this to be the inspiration. Be like. And not meaning like you have to end your franchises within your franchise, but like just focus on your characters. Because James Gunn said it in an interview recently, um, this the big can't matter without the small. Yeah. And that is so on his mind making this film. And that should be on everyone's mind. Because like you can have the big Avengers films be about the big and let us just have our own little character-driven shit along the way. And then there's yeah. a way to ma- mash that when you get to your big movies. Because I yeah. think Infinity War does it really well. That's why it's so, like, pretty heartbreaking towards the end there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they get everybody. Yep. For sure. Like, nobody's excluded in Abs- that Well, about 50%. <laughs> 50, 50%, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, everybody's affected by it. And when you show it, like... You know, from that zoomed out perspective, look at how this is affecting everything. Mm-hmm. Like that's where you get people to care. Yeah. And so often in in superhero films and shows and things like this, do they just shoot straight to the top and they're like, like, it's a top down view. Yeah. And you don't get to see all those layers under. That's fair. That's a good way to put it. You know. Um, but you know, like, and we were talking about it after the movie that uh, I think Mark, Mark Ruffalo said it too. Like Marvel should be worried. They should be. <laughs> Cause we have like the, the talent, uh, you know, the, the mind behind this, that what's probably, which I believe is the best trilogy in the MCU. I'm right there with you is now running dc yep and, and he I, made sure to close his story of what yeah. was great Gr- uh, granted i really am glad he came back to do three yes. i i'm sure we will get another iteration of guardians Well, save anytime you hear them talk about like is this the end of the guardians he, they just say this is the end of this team especially after he fought so hard to get back on for two yeah you know because yeah. there was we both we talked about it before we both signed the petition wait t- no the petition so he for got James fired Gunn. after two it was after two, was after and they two. brought him back for three. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And then we wouldn't have got uh, the holiday special either. Yeah. Which is the, it's a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes, something like that. Oh, wow. You know, like it's the highest rated one <laughs> it's, out of all of it's the a very, <laughs> yeah. It's a very, it's a breeze yeah, to watch, yeah. man. And yeah. hey, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, baby. But um, yeah, man, and I love how they so seamlessly moved from that into guardians because they get right to talking about i had almost forgot about it that mantis and star lord are uh brother and sister yeah that yeah. is weird yeah <laughs> Half, yeah because uh, it's just like it's really weird that it didn't come up in two yeah yeah i mean but because she even so because i just watched it recently like she only uh, when she explains her relationship with ego she never says, like, it's my parent or anything like that. It's just, like, I am his ward. I help him sleep. But, I mean, I imagine that's because of the relationship that they had. Well, maybe, you know? yeah. Like, he yeah, just yeah. treated her like his ward, so that's how she saw herself, like, first and foremost. Well, that's fair, because you know? obviously he didn't like a lot of his kids. Right, 
the right, majority right. of yeah. them. Yeah, at least she got to stick around, you know? Because yep. I'm pretty sure he just destroyed the ones. He yes, because like, yeah. there's a whole, and I forgot about this, there's like a whole just pit of the skeletons of his children. Yes, dude. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, That's yeah. fucked. It is, it is. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Oh, it's it's so much here though mm. um like and the culmination of all of it is just so smooth man because this could have been a very bumpy ride i could have like um you know as you're trying to tell rocket story you're trying to close these other loops and stuff too but like there's there's so many obstacles there mm. that you have to maneuver to not just get caught up on one thing mm. And the way that they maneuvered it is just so fucking skillful. Absolutely. Yeah. And like it is such all three of these are an example of like we talked about a little bit with um, Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because there are some Raimiisms in there. Yeah. And you just watched Evil Dead recently. You should be able to see some of that. Right. Even more. But um, it does end up kind of still going to that Marvel formula towards the end. Mm-hmm. But when you get those flourishes, it's great. And the thing that's so great about the guardians movies is it's nothing but James Gunn films. They're yeah. James Gunn films first and MCU second. And you will kind of still get some of that template with like things leading up to the big bad fight, yada, 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 whatever. Um, but there's just so much, every, everything else is just like vanilla ice cream where we have our sprinkles and chocolate syrup <laughs> here too. Yeah. Yeah, and it's great. Sure. It's so flavorful. Absolutely, absolutely. It's so <laughs> delicious. But um, what? Uh, so, I guess we could talk about this. We said spoilers. We did. But we've we, we've yeah. already talked about yeah, a good yeah, bit, yeah. man. We, but like, um, the promotion for all of this really made me feel. Well, I, I thought they said somebody was going to die somewhere in an interview. So I I agree that. with that. But I don't know where, so it might have just all have been. Did we all just a, a, a unanimous like we all think so? Because everybody thought yeah. that somebody was going to die. Yeah. They're like, "Who's it going to be?" And then all the promotion came out for it, and it's like Rocket, Rocket, yeah. Rocket. And I was like, everybody was like, "Dude, they're going to fucking kill Rocket, bro!" Like, I can't believe I'm going to cry over this trash panda. <laughs> and then fucking <laughs> and that's then, so much worse. And then, <laughs> and, then uh, and then yeah, to get to the end of it. And not and to just have them go their separate ways, like happy ending. Mm. Like I did not see that coming at all. Same. And it completely just set me up to be a mess. Because <laughs> like, you're going to um, cry regardless. Bro, yeah. like, it, it wasn't even like you could barely say tears. Mm. Like I think it, like, it was just barely tears because it was only two. Mm. But they were just like ever falling. Like it wasn't like single teardrops. It was just like a stream, like two streams <laughs> coming down yeah, my yeah. face, bro. Like for the entirety, like the last 15 minutes of that movie. Yeah. And because there was so much leading up to it that like, I didn't like break out and cry for Like I just had that lump in my throat. A yeah. lot of the stuff was rocking. Maybe some lip quivering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. It's just like, oh, maybe like a sniffle, yeah. you know, but then like the last 15 minutes, I'm just like, <laughs> When Drax starts dancing. Oh, dude, yeah. Because it's just obviously in perfect motion with the song picking back up. And that song's such a perfect choice. Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine. Oh, man. I'm hearing it now and I want to cry. Uh, <laughs> um, James Gunn is in there dancing with his brother. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because they, they do the mocap for um, Groot and Rocket. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I knew it was going to be something like just wacky and special. That there at the end when you see even Rocket going up to dance, 
Oh yeah, because he's he's not the dancer, dude. I love uh, part of Rocket's character development that I love too, and what I feel like influenced him a lot. That's not really like it doesn't have like a light shown on it, but you see the results of it mm. is his love for music. Yeah, because it, yeah. when it first starts, like when it first comes on, he's like, "What the fuck is this racket?" You know? Yeah, like what are you always listening to? And then it, by the end, like he's the one with the aux cord for all yeah. of nowhere. And then you, you get know? that glimpse into his past, and he's listening to music, I guess, for his first time with the High Evolutionary. Listening to a recording from like he's like over five thousand years. It's some like some classical shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I also love the the culture of nowhere yeah. like like because we got an hour in the holiday special with it and we got i mean we've been there before when the collector was there and stuff like yeah that. and but like we start there with uh the christmas special and it and it's it's pretty quick and they only spend so much time on nowhere in the christmas special and stuff but like i feel like this one is is brief again but like just by but it has a major importance <laughs> them yeah and just by the, but by them like panning through the streets and stuff like that you get to see so much of the culture yeah there and it's so cool like mm -hmm. even their own like written language yep and stuff like that like you could tell it's the guardians of the galaxy yeah and dude and, and like then that. nebula's so gonna cool. be running the town man yeah bro yeah great which choice. is which um it reminded me of something so when what if was being made the first obviously there's only one season right, right. now um the writer for the guardians episode had to change some things because apparently it treaded on what was going to be happening in the later guardians project uh, and i now realize because nebula's running nowhere in that thing and i obviously don't know what else was changed but i was just like oh wow that could have been one of the things yeah that they had yeah, to scratch. yeah 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 and i was like damn yeah man oh dude I, I need to go back and watch some of those i didn't watch all of them oh they're they're um, fine <laughs> yeah 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 like i saw the I guardians saw the, one's uh, probably my highlight i saw the t'challa it's such a good episode one. yeah yeah it's, a good episode. it's cool and it's obviously bozeman's last um last run with panther yeah yeah, yeah. but um but I want to bring up Gamora again. So let's talk about Gamora. Let's talk about it. Because we obviously, we lost our Gamora. And I'm going to, that's our Gamora. The Gamora we had one and two, she's dead. She was taken, thrown off a cliff, not brought back. Spoilers for Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a Marvel fan who cares at all and haven't seen Infinity War yet, uh, something's wrong. Um, I only watch the Guardians movies. How dare you? <laughs> How could you do this? Um... I love her in this film because she manages to be so different and manage to be so interesting. And I do think it's so like, you can just see it's a different version of the character we had that just took a different path. Cause it's the only path that was left to her. Right. Because there, it would not make sense for her to just immediately jump back and be in love with Quill or to jump back and be like, man, it is just really good fighting with you guys. Yeah. I yeah. think I'll stick around. That's like putting all of your female Avengers in one spot for a random <laughs> scene. Um, <laughs> but, uh, she, um, Zoe, Zoe Saldana. Saldana. She yeah. does, she does great here. She's funny. She's, um, intense. Yeah. And she, like, she's great. And I love her little thing with Nebula with the, hmm. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> the little grunt head nod. Um, but uh, but I love the way her and Quill work out. And my favorite thing 
is we get a send off with this Gamora because she has her family, which is the Ravagers, and and they love her so much. And I, it's and so crazy that they capture it so well in that final bit. And like they're all just so happy, hugging her. her back she's and, smiling and, from yeah, ear to dude. ear. Uh, um, and that it, that just kept the stream going. And absolutely, yeah, for sure. Absolutely, it sounds like I'm talking about pissing when I say <laughs> it like that. But I'm talking about my tour stream. With some nasty fucks. <laughs> but like that is so that that's so beautiful to see. She has her family. And she she does come around on Quill to the point where she like accepts, like respects him, respects him, right? And right. like that last bit of delivery where it's like I I bet we were fun, and yeah. he's like you you couldn't believe, and they have to go their separate ways, um, and because you know I really feel like that's one of the main drives of Star Lord's story in this. Like, of course, it's to get rocket back up and going not yeah let him go but other than that like the main thing that's weighing on him is gamora yeah and not having her like in that capacity anymore mm-hmm. and like to the point where he's a drunk you yeah know? like he's really, which i do really feel like it. he kind of just he kind of just throws that away what what being a drunk yeah I mean, yeah. I don't know where you well, would see it again because he starts going. But the movie he, goes but after. He also um, he gets mad at himself at one point because yeah. he's like, "This wouldn't happen to Rocket if I wasn't drinking." Mm. And sometimes it's that kind of. And then we it, that it somehow ends up go, transitioning into one of my favorite like joke conversations about Mantis not realizing humans only live to like sixty yeah. or fifty Are you or something. Die? Yeah, and, she's, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm not 50. <laughs> and she looks at him like, "Oh." It's so good. No, no. <laughs> oh man. But uh God damn dude. The comedy in this movie is really good. Oh dude, it's, it's spot on. And I will say, so this is a good point to go into with um something I had a slight issue with. Okay. Um because obviously this with the serious aspect of the emotional point of this film, because mm-hmm. the the way the flashbacks work, they're tethered through the film. Right. Um and I never found them distracting. Some people don't like the way it's laid out. And I can kind of get that because it's, it's weird to go back and forth. Um, but I do think overall, at least for me, and it sounds like for you as well, it, it threaded itself very well through the story. And it ended that thread right before Quill actually meets the High Evolutionary. And we get the line, kill them all. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're just, at that point, you're like right fucking there with them. <laughs> like, yes. Um, but... Some of the back and forths, actually, it's only one now that I'm thinking about it since I watched it the second time. Um, I, I feel like we could have used a moment before going right into the comedy. It, it is, I think it's the moment where the high evolutionary announces um, he's going to kill everybody. He's going to incinerate them in the, in the, in the, like past. in that control room. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay, and he's yeah. like holding rockets head and is like, I just need this, pull this out tomorrow, burn the rest. Um, I think that was it because surely it wasn't because the one after that is clearly like bang. Uh, but um, then we go from that to Drax knocking somebody off a motorcycle like seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and it is funny, but like it just felt like a weird whiplash to me. Yeah. Because like it's so at that point, because that's towards the end of our flashback saga here, you're going to you should be feeling a connection to those characters. You're worried for them. And I mean, I've already been like the first time I watched this, I teared up every flashback point because just looking at them made me so sad. Yeah, Floor. Man. Oh, dude. Floor. Oh, oh God. God. 
Oh, God. and because her demeanor still. Yes, it, it's just yeah. She's oh. just happy. Oh. oh God! It's great to have friends. Teeth floor and rocket gotta go. Teeth floor and rocket gotta go. It's the new hold the door. Oh God! It's the new hold the door. It's it's just so heartbreaking. <laughs> Fuck you for that. <laughs> <laughs> hold the door. Hold the door. Um, you bastard! Oh, I'll cry right now. Don't think that I won't. Don't think that I won't. But oh yeah. God, dude! It's so. But it's. Oh. It's, it's just a little bit of that whiplash, but I don't think it was it, even with that, like I recovered pretty quickly, but like I noticed it. It was like a little hiccup. No. Yeah, I, I get that. And because uh, flashbacks anywhere, they they do. I felt like a lot of these were like strategically like well placed. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. And I, I didn't catch that. one, <laughs> But um, it, it can be tough, man, to get flashbacks in there. But like without these flashbacks then this villain wouldn't have been such a villain yeah you know so um, just to make then, sure i'm clear on what i'm saying i don't think the flashback shouldn't be there i think we should just had another moment yeah of like, just like couple, before he just immediately closed li- lines a, a man lines, yeah because yeah, yeah. the only other way i could see of like doing it and making it make sense is like the first half of the movie is rocket and then we get into all of yeah, the and things, I don't agree with that. You know, I'd rather, and, much rather have this so, started all the so way through. So it pretty much like had to happen yeah. this way, but to I, I think I would say like you know if there's ten flashbacks, ninety percent of them probably were placed well. Or we scrap the holiday special because they go over with the important stuff from that in here anyway. We still call it a holiday special, but it's just all the flashback. <laughs> Rockets um, backstory. And then at the end, they like open a present or something yeah, to no. make it a holiday special. No, it just ends with her looking up at the ceiling. God. <laughs> damn, bro. And like, then the credits roll and it says Merry Christmas. <laughs> God damn. Sponsor um, me, Hollywood. <laughs> you know, yeah. It, if your writers are striking, <laughs> I'm available. Don't worry. We got Chris right here. I'm double man. available now that I think about that. But I'm just. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So now's the time to pursue dreams, bro. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, uh, I, I feel like they were well done for the most part because yeah. again, flashbacks can be a disaster. Like, and too many of them, like too quick and stuff. Like, oh my god, Naruto. Uh, that whole show's a flashback. I just yeah, I just had a flashback of being fucking traumatized by all those flashbacks. <laughs> god damn! You see a flashback so, from another flashback at the beginning of an episode. Yeah, it's just so much. Oh, and god, but like. And all of the flashbacks here are like pertinent to the story. Yeah, and where it's we're it's going. all like it's all important stuff. It's all delivering message, and it's and it's such a powerful message too. Mm-hmm. Like I I love I, I was feeling it so hard because I missed y'all so much when I was in Utah. Oh. and when she's like, "It's great to have friends. It's great to oh. have friends," and I was like, "Oh man, it is great to have friends." God. You know? <laughs> I want so just to talk about it a little bit more. I love. Just there, the the all the flashback that story, Teef's, yeah, floor, Lila, and Rocket. It's precious. Your heart will break. Bro, and it's... Rocket's first word is hurts. <sighs> and then that scene where she just licks this dirty cloth to clean the bloody forehead because he just got an operation on him. Oh my fucking! Both times I was just <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, and because they look so, you know, like, I don't know what to call them, grotesque or whatever, like, with the things that they've had done yeah, with them. Yeah, it's like you're walking like, into Sid's, but, Sid's 
room. But then, you know, Teeth talks like Barney. He does. I mean? He then, does. And Floor speaks like, you know, like a little kid. Like a little girl. Yeah. Talk. yeah like, and then Lila sounds like the, the mature older sister. And, right. And she's just so, like, caring and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like... Fuck, but just fuck me up, dude. Just and fuck me up. They knew exactly what the fuck they, they were did because the material, the promotion material shows Rocket and her hugging. Mm-hmm. And when you know, because they only hug once, it's the first time they get to embrace each other, right? And then immediately, God, gone. Damn, yeah, yeah. They oh. uh, they really put us through the fucking ringer. They here, did for sure. But I want to so credit where credit is due. Because we talk, I, at least I bring it up with every MCU film here. This is the best special effects I've seen in an MCU film in forever. Oh man, seamless forever. Yeah, yeah. the the from the planet blowing up yeah. to even just like wheels on a walrus. Yes, like, great. And then like Very the good. walrus itself is all these animals are CGI. Yeah, I, I dear think, God, if they were. Fi- <laughs> I think Cosmo's CGI for the Cosmo most part. is CGI. There's a dog yeah. she's based off of. Yeah. Because uh, it's but, like a, it's like a cast member's dog. But aside yeah. from that, she's completely she's CGI. completely CGI. Yeah, and it looks great. And it does look great. Yeah, that's a dog. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> that's a dog a in good, a space suit. A, a good dog. Uh, <laughs> but um, and like the very beginning of this film is like almost like a showcase of great special effects because you see a close up of Baby Rocket mm-hmm. before any experimentation, and you just see it forming, closed in on his eyes, changing into the rocket we know. And it's great, and it's so it, like it's it looks a, real. It's a flawless transition, absolutely. Yeah, all well, uh, I'm a creep is playing. Oh, dude, yeah. Shit. And uh, if that doesn't set the tone for this movie, <laughs> oh, dude. And and I love that everybody's singing it. Yeah, I I just the thought Mantis having, is doing a little dance, having like constant music going like it's a party in your place. It's it's amazing. Yeah, though. yeah. That's that's I would want to live. There and I want to bring this up because. I would have not have remembered it if I hadn't rewatched them recently. First movie, um, obviously Quill's trying to hit on Gamora. Right. They don't crystallize anything there. It's more in two right. that you see it. But um, Drax says the thing of like, there's five, there's there's lovers. Oh no, he says some people are dancers, some people don't dance, and Gamora's not a dancer, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, you need to find somebody as pathetic as you. Yada, yada, yada. But fast forward to where we are now. Um, and then here at the beginning, you have um, that music playing. Right. Mantis is dancing. She's like, dance, Drax. And he's like, I don't da- Dancing is for idiots. Yeah. And then we get to the moment at the end where he's had to say his goodbye. He's surrounded by these new children trying to, like, faced with what his new role is going to be. And he just breaks down. He just breaks down to dances. Dude, it's so just great. breaks down to dances, oh. and it's just like, oh my god, what a what a character arc! Drax yes. the dad. Yes, respect sure. it. Drax the dad. I mean, uh, what great closure right there. Absolutely. You know? And you just know that he's going to be there, taking very good care of these young children that he knows the language, and of. and he, <laughs> they are very well protected. They, oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And one of them, I it's think a, it was one of them, is a part of the new Guardians team. Yeah. Oh, is that what you just said? The she's Marvel? A, she's a Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. But she's Or not, she's supposed to be. We technically don't know what her powers are in the MCU. Right, right, right. Not Justin Googled it. Yeah. That's how, that's yeah, how yeah, I, yeah. I, I did not know either. <laughs> he's, she's, he's, she's supposed to be the daughter of the original Captain Marvel. Oh, really? In the comics, yeah. I see. Of Marvel. Marvel. Ah, okay, okay. Who she you. gets her powers from, I'm pretty sure. Who, um, 
Brie Larson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that? Okay. It's from Marvel. It was either from that or Gwen Stefani singing a song about I'm Just a Girl. Uh, a little bit of both. Oh, fair enough. Yes. Which we'll be talking about again. I hope Gwen Stefani shows up in there. But <laughs> <laughs> Captain Marvel coming out later this year. Um, or sorry, the Marvels. Marvels. It's just the Marvels. It's just the Marvels. Just yeah. The Marvels. There was a guy named Marvel once. That's fair. And he kind of kicked this whole thing off. But now it's just the Marvels. Now it's just the Marvels. Yeah. But I... I love Teefs. I love Floor. I love Lila. And I think all of their vocal performances are great. Linda Cardellini, who we should know from Freaks and Geeks, right. um, also plays Hawkeye's wife. Yeah, Scooby-Doo. She plays Velma in Scooby-Doo. She voices Lila. Hottest Thelma of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta throw that out there. But fair. Very fair. Uh, I don't know. OG Velma? Um. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen him fix his glasses right now as he said that. Jeekies. Oh, but... Uh, <laughs> But she she does such a because every word she speaks, whether it's to Rocket, whether it's to Teefs, whether it's to Floor, it's so caring. It's all with love. It's all with love. Yeah, from from the get as soon as Rocket gets put in that cage. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And just to ex- go into the special effects a little more, the facial expressions on all of these creatures, even Floor, who really can only move her eyes and ears. Yeah, like it's all so oh. real and genuine. It's wild. I and it makes it she, all the sadder. The way she pops down on her back. Yeah. Like her whole body just turns oh, over. Oh, man. And just like it makes me so sad that her, like, her legs just kind of... Oh, <laughs> just God damn it. It's literally if you gave Sid, like, superpowers. And, uh, yeah, again, like, we can't blame anybody for not, like, wanting to rewatch. Oh, God, no. Or anything. I, like, if I, you have I, a I sensitive did. child, I also don't think this would be the best one to go see. Yeah. I thought... I mean, I think Floyd looks awesome. I do too, yeah, but she freaked I mean. me out at first. I'll but say. it's sad though, because it reminded me of the first time, and I keep bringing up Sid, the first time in Toy Story One where you see the baby with the, it's yeah, a, it's a baby doll's like head a, with the uh, with the, the spider leg, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I was that scared me as a kid. Yeah, yeah. and then this, I was just like, oh. <laughs> but then she speaks, and you just immediately like, I love you. It's also crazy that we have Will Poulter in this movie who looks just like Sid. Oh, and, that's true. And dressed—that's why they had to gold him up. And he dressed like Sid for Halloween. One I, I I didn't yeah, know yeah. that until recently. Yeah, that's so, great. That's awesome. Which is awesome. Got to lean into it. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I mean, and uh, I I love where he's come as well, and I can only see him getting like bigger and bigger roles now. Yeah, especially in the fucking shape he's in, bro. Oh, absolutely. Like. Cast that motherfucker in another action movie. Dude, dude, I watched dude, that movie. Dude's I watched killing it. Shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I redheads are doing great right now. Is he a redhead? I thought he was blonde. I thought he was red. Redhead. Whatever. He's a white man. He's gonna do fine. I think he has red. <laughs> he's a white in shape man. He's gonna do. He's gonna do just fine. Um, but uh, I I just love this movie so much. Yeah, man. I as of right now. It is my favorite of the three, but I do acknowledge I think one, the first one, is a better movie. Um, I it, factoring out nostalgia, this one might be the best one for me. Um, but then if I go like with my favorite, I just have such a connection to the first one. Oh, dude, you can't go wrong. I think this one is going to be. I, I'm going to watch it again in the future, yeah. And then you know I'll have to like reassess and stuff like That's that, right. but just because of. You know the, the strong bond that I've formed with I feel that you. first, and one. even for me, because um, like I said, I do think at least for me, I think the first one is a better fit, like functions as a better film mm-hmm. as a whole. Yeah, because like there are some things towards the end, like I said, that I feel like kind of get fast forwarded. There's some stuff with Adam Warlock that just feels kind of like shoved in. 
kind of like, hey, I kind of teased him at the end of my last movie. I got to have him here. Yeah. Um, and because I think it seems he's part of the team now. Yeah. So. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's just scratching the next guy's back. Like, I got a team for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I cool. don't know if that's going to be the most thematic team you want to watch for another Guardians film. I would hate to be the guy who follows up Gun. But anyway. Um, especially like I hope Cooper comes if, back. If it was up to me, I would have them pop up in like New Avengers. That's fair. Something like that. Yeah. They don't. They don't have to have their own thing. They don't have to have another Guardians of the Galaxy film. Just have them showing up. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. But we got to talk about the ending. Ending of this film. Yeah. Because um, though, and I I love seeing the screenshots of like after the first one, the Guardians will return. After the second one, the Guardians will return. We get something different at the end of this film. We do. And not everybody was happy about it yeah. <laughs> in our theater, yeah. <laughs> but I was. Um, Star Lord will return. No, what the legendary Star Lord will return? Fuck yeah, he's legendary, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, he deserves that. He deserves that. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I'm excited to see what they do there, even if it's something like on a small scale. Yeah, if he's just having fi- cereal with his grandpa, like we already learning that, about the current <laughs> Earth. They're just gonna like, teach him how to use an iPhone. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, and it'll be great. You know what I mean? I, I imagine will watch if they that. did that, it'd be a, like a show, like his grandpa teaching him how to use. <laughs> that would be iPhone. hilarious. Oh, dude, it'd be great. But um, yeah. I I respect him going back to Earth, though that thread line. It makes sense. It makes so much sense for him to do it. But like when Gamora hands him the picture of like his grandpa, she's like, "Is this yours? You dropped it. You're on his ship, and you were going through his bag." Oh, she blatantly went through yes. her shit. Yes. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And I'm just like, that part also felt a little forced just because it's just like, okay, I get you're, I get you're pushing him somewhere. Like, calm, calm down. Because Mantis, Mantis like kind of brings it up out of the blue. Right. But it ends up threading into a conversation that like kind of, it turns jokey, emotional, existential, because that's what turns into the like, are you going to die? <laughs> yeah. um, and I ended up buying that as like a sibling exchange. Yeah. Like, I was like, sometimes people just say random shit and it starts a great conversation. You don't know. But that, I was just like, and it's only a second. And again, you just heard me say that, right? As of right now, this is my favorite Guardians film. Yeah. Um, it was just like, and it was another hiccup. I was just like, why? Why? why why'd you do that? Like, it's why does Gamora care? Just setting it up for. Yeah, for Gamora them. doesn't give a shit. And they, of course, is this yours? There's only one other. He's the only human on the ship. So, what you would want there is a more organic way of him getting back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which I mean, again, could have been something part of like the ending of the film. Mm-hmm. Like, say we have not the fake out death where he does the weird thing with his face. Um, which that that's the ending that I thought you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're like, we have to talk about the ending of the film. I oh no talking, no no! I think you're talking about that part, like before we get to all the last stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, because. Uh, again, I was convinced that someone was going to die. Mm-hmm. And then when, you know, everybody's making it onto nowhere and he like makes that leap and doesn't make and it. It's such I a cool like, action scene. Yeah. I was like, this is how we, this <laughs> is how we expands, do it, bro. Yeah. This is how we fucking lose. Yeah. And then when his face blew up like that, I thought he was dead. And I like, I thought he was fucking dead yeah so uh y'all said that y'all saw it coming so and, and maybe you have a better eye than me <laughs> no 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 but. no. so i i did not see this coming i thought oppositely than you when his face expanded 
You thought like because it oh, made okay, me laugh. Fine. I thought he's gonna be saved. I was like, oh shit, his head exploded. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so in that moment is when I was like, he's someone's gonna save him. He's not gonna die here. So don't I don't 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 I don't claim to know it was coming was like, or anything like that. I was like, holy shit! Like they just fucking killed him <laughs> like that, bro. Like it's yeah. so sudden. There was no lead up to it. There's not really any. Like it's just a thing that happened. Yeah. But that would have been like the most real shit. Yeah. Had it just been, had he just floated off in space and everyone cried at the end. Like <laughs> I will say, Groot's fuck? reach out for him was precious. Oh, dude, and then his yeah. just vines not reaching out they, far they enough. They like crystallized. Yeah. And stuff. Oh, bro. But then you have that fucking and it's so it's even a weird editing thing, which the editing of it I didn't notice till the second time. Where because you know the painting I'm talking about with the human touching God's finger. The, yeah, yeah. And which is they they reenact it because he's holding his zune. Was that Da Vinci? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, he's just sitting there, obviously like not fully conscious, and his finger kind of goes out. And then you just see the finger in the exact position for the painting from, obviously, Adam Warlock seen as like a space god. And right, just they yeah. touch for a second, and there's a blink of light, and then it cuts to him picking up Quill and flying him back. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> All right, man. But um, I love the awkward hug at the end. Oh, it's so yeah. great. Oh, it's so great. Again, nothing about Poulter's performance yeah, I have man. no issues with. He's yeah. hilarious. Um, he adopts this thing. <laughs> That's a dog, bro. Sure. <laughs> Obviously. Um, but, uh, it, My friend Amanda and Gino have a dog like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mochi. Um, <laughs> But uh, I love the dog fought with them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he's like, I guess part of the, the Guardians. Dog. I just now. call it the dog. Yeah, now. it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're referring to. Yeah, not Cosmo. Not Cosmo. Well, Cosmo. Yeah. Whoa, Cosmo has a name. Yeah, who is also part of the Guardians now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I mean, I I love that because the very first Guardians, it's just her in a. Um, she's in the collectors thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then I don't what? think she's in two. No, she's not in two because no. it like, guns it over to Ego's planet. And, but then um, she's in the special. Yeah, she's in the special. Right. Because she was on Nowhere the whole time. Yeah, because that's where the collection was. Right, right, right. And it's just so great that they got to work her in. Yeah. Um, it's also great that they got to work Howard the Duck in. Yeah. Yes. They changed the design each film. Yeah. Which, I mean, cool. Whatever. Well, like, apparently. I, so, again, and I saw this literally today. Um, Gunn hasn't been happy with him his design in each film, but this was his favorite. I, I saw that as well. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, dude, change it up. Oh, is that the thing that I sent you? Possibly. That might be it. Cause I don't know how much of that was there. Oh, Oh, the questioning. Yeah. Yeah. The questions that they asked him and stuff. Cause I was also going to say that's where it's explained where, why he doesn't have his mask. Right. Or helmet. Sorry. And he was like, it's in his office. Yeah. But he had to hurry (laughs) up. He had to go rush out for rocket. Yeah. And it's like, okay, perfect. And everything just, well, guns, guns for the story right after that yeah and there's no waiting like we got to save him we got to help out rocket right and i mean it's it's great to not have those inconsistencies even though like it would have made total sense for him to just pull out his helmet like yeah because it's retractable and shit it is but (laughs) um i want to say back pocket i wouldn't have like complained because something he's something gun said in a recent interview was he didn't like quill's handling in infinity war that he wouldn't have had, uh, he doesn't think that Quill like, would have acted like that. His Quill yeah. would have, yeah, fucked the whole thing up. Yes, for, <laughs> for being like an upset um, little baby or whatever. And I gotta wonder, like, 
because obviously that that highlights that he didn't have control over that decision. Right. Um, I wonder because th- at this point you're left dealing with your character's done this. You gotta you gotta acknowledge and that he does mention it. Really, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I kind of like. It. Uh, I think they ask him like, it's in the elevator. Does she mean a lot? Did she mean a lot to you or something like that? And he was like, or maybe he's just telling the story. And he does. He's just like. Because the girl they're holding hostage, um, literally, is just like, I bet you're wondering why I even trust her. Let me explain this to you. (laughs) And then, um, because he goes over those, like, bullet points. They actually let him have, I thought at some point he was going to get, like, cut off or something. But he he goes goes, through the whole thing. He goes through the whole thing. It's an elevator. It's a big building. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, Nebula is just like, you're missing a few parts, but... That's the gist of it. <laughs> She's a total dick. Um, yeah, man. And that's why I was talking about, like, that's, like, his main thing aside from Rocket is dealing with Gamora and stuff. Because he's constantly, like, complaining about it, moping around, stuff like this, like, throughout the whole movie until the end where he seems to, like, come to terms with, yeah. like, okay, it is, like... It's not my Gamora. Absolutely. Yeah, my Gamora's gone. Because literally, yeah. I was like, this is going to be so weird if they end up together. But because <laughs> yeah. she, and I'm so glad, because props to Gunn for bringing it up. I was like, because they, it's like a denial thing mm-hmm. where it's being like, she just doesn't remember it. And I'm like, no, it didn't happen to her. Yeah. That did not happen to her. Yeah. Um, and Gamora brings up being like, that's an alternate future version of me. That that did not happen to me, and then she's this moment. Then the line delivery is so good from Zoe Saldana, where she's just like, "Why do you need so badly for me to be something for you?" And she kills it. Yeah. And I gotta say, that's got to be the moment where Quills. That's kind of like the low point for their arguing back and forth. And I I want to say that's the last point where it gets that far. Um, and then of course from there it's just like relying on each other and shit happens. There's a big mechanical pig thing. It's it's a lot, but. <laughs> <laughs> The bird one freaked me out, dude. It was fucking terrifying, dude. I I uh, I kind of wish we would have got more of them yeah. as well. Like the they gave me the alternate. What are their fucking names from Ninja Turtles? Bebop and something. Uh, Rocksteady. Yeah, Rocksteady. Bebop yeah. and Rocksteady. Give me those vibes. Just yeah, yeah. like scary. <laughs> I got your back. Because the fucking the bird one had like those red eyes. I was like, why? <laughs> and I was like, of course your fucking name's Warpig. But I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, Warpig. Oh, that's perfect. And dude. I love how because so when you see it launch with its little rockets on the back, it's just like oh. <laughs> there's so much detail to the like the CG characters. It's really cool. Yeah, it's awesome, and because it doesn't look like corny. Or stand out, mm-hmm. or anything. It, doesn't, it makes it doesn't sense. look like it's an Ant Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Oof. I didn't hate Modok in that, but dear lord, <laughs> it was weird looking. <laughs> I don't know how you make that look better though. Uh, you could just not have Modok, but um, true. <laughs> but, I mean, if you don't think you can make something look good, just I mean, don't. Yeah, yeah. Just wait for James Cameron or whatever. Sure. Okay. Big Jim, big Jim, but dude, the. I cannot stress enough. I feel like I haven't been able to praise special effects in these movies in forever. But Rocket looks like a real raccoon. Absolutely. That looked like a real otter. And that that honestly is just what makes it so much worse. Um, we had the real Eagly in there. We did! Yeah. 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 That was definitely in the question thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yes, right. that's right. That's I know right. that because of you. So, <laughs> um, yeah, they asked him. Well, no, um, I just wanted to make sure we both had it. They were like, there's an eagle in one of the cages. Mm. and he was Which like, I didn't yeah. even see. He's like, that's the real eagle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you see Great. it when you watched it? Um, I, I remember there being a plethora of I think I had too many tears in there. Yeah. There is a scene. But those baby raccoons, though, man. There is a scene where Rocket goes, because it makes so much sense. 
And it, first of all, it makes sense for there to be more baby raccoons here. Because he's obs- we have the high evolutionary who's obsessed with Rocket. Because Rocket was able to think on his own and make something new. Yeah. Which can honestly be burned down to the issue we have with AI. Right. Original yeah. thinking is always going to beat out the loop that the thing that the AI will make. Um, but he goes and it's like in the same cell, it's the same area. Her body would have been right there. Oh, damn. I didn't think that far. Uh, <laughs> but and then he, he just, I love, and like, it's just the, this the purest thing. He sticks his face in the cage and they're a little worried at first and they just all crawl over him. And I just wept. I wept. I was just like, I love raccoons. <laughs> Dude, and, and he looks up at the door and he sees raccoon on there that's right because he's always been like he's always been like that's not me i don't know what that is and shit and he has this line in the first guardians is like there's no there's nothing like me but me yeah and oh man oh dude and and then for him to see the raccoon thing and then later on he's like i'm rocket raccoon and i'm like oh he said the name's rocket (laughs) rocket raccoon absolutely it's so absolutely and i want i'm glad we got here because so this could have easily been a similar moment of like putting your female Avengers in one spot just randomly because he shoots the high evolutionary right there mm-hmm. and then the rest of the guardians all get a shot in and it's like but we have a moment before this in exchange where um, we have um, Nebula escaping with like the last batch of kids right and oh my god the look on her face um Quill looks up and is like, wait, where's Rocket? And then you see the worried look on her face and it just cuts there. And that's all you need to know. Like, bro, they're going to go for him. They're all going to fucking go for him. And then right there, they all get a fucking shot in because they all, oh, it's so sad. But one of my favorite things in the movie is they saw a glimpse of the torture that he went through. Yeah. And they don't bring it up with him because there's no need right there's right. no need yeah you don't but need you know from that moment that's when pratt's like oh we kill them all <laughs> we, we kill them when all. when he said that shit bro yeah I, I looked at some uh i always go look at the letterbox reviews mm. and so many people like it's like their review and then at the bottom of it it's like kill them all yeah and they were at the yeah. beginning of it kill them all I thought that this movie, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but like, that's a, a big line that people focused in on. It's so big. Um, it's so good. A big line that I'd focused in on was open the fucking door. Oh, dude, our first <laughs> F bomb. And it's dude, so, I'll tell you, it kills both times. Dude, it's, it's so, so good. Because it's oh. such a natural. <laughs> it looks like you're pushing in the keyhole. Oh, okay, okay. Now push the thing down. Push the button. Okay, now what? Now open the fucking door. <laughs> it's so good. And because I knew it was coming, they had announced that this was going to be yeah. like the first F-bomb and stuff. But, um, and actually my roommate told me earlier, he saw it like in one of the trailers or like in a promo somewhere uh-huh. that they, they aired it somewhere and bleeped out the F. But How um, dare they? But like... Oh, it's so well placed. And it for is it, for it to just because it feels organic. Absolutely, does the thing. Like, like um, I could see Justin yelling that at me. Yeah, like, but you know, because I, I feel like DC before James Gunn got his hands on it would have like just put it in like 
I don't give a fuck. Yeah, or yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Or some like you know big special moment, or like, just, like let's fucking kill them all. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, open the fucking door. Like, <laughs> that shit. It perfect. makes all the sense. It's so perfect. Yes, yes. <laughs> your your instructions it, were very it wasn't, misleading. It wasn't like wedged in. Yeah, anywhere. no, it absolutely. Was, it, it just worked. Yeah. And it, like we just watched the trailers for all these movies. Like he he's known to use the middle finger. Right, right. Like it, it just makes all the sense. Yeah, like it, it's never and and that's the. thing because edginess can be a, a tough thing to balance mm. when you're given badass stuff mm. right like like there's a very thin line between badassness and edginess you know mm-hmm. like and i feel like they tow it perfectly and, absolutely and they stay on they manage to spread out the badassery the edginess like all these things amongst the team yeah like he uses his team so well and like each one of them bring that dynamic. They have different dynamics of what we know as a badass. You know, at the end when he's like, hey, Rocket, I think you'll make a better leader than I ever did. Mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking to myself, like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. It though. does. Yeah. Because dude's kind of a fucking genius. He is. Yeah, absolutely. He is. Um, <sighs> I, was, I was having this thought to myself that Rocket would have, I mean, because there's definitely the potential for his story to be a villain origin story oh, absolutely for big time yeah and he would be such a dangerous motherfucker he would bro. like yeah. god he would be such a good he, villain. He, yeah absolutely yeah but i think that's and he'd be one of those sympathetic guys you I, see it like towards demon slayer and, well, we've like, seen it time and time again where like the best heroes also make the best villains yeah. you know like like when superman goes bad or whatever yeah. right yeah, like yeah. oh dude those are the times that it's like oh fuck or like bad batman or whatever yeah scary as hell i'm sorry that i keep going dc but it's like, okay you feel man me. it's all good it's all like good. even the song iron man you know fair <laughs> enough <laughs> that's the only bad iron man i know <laughs> is the one from the song oh you don't know robert downey i'm just kidding I'm just... <laughs> he came back dude okay he's doing just fine he's doing good uh <laughs> should not have done doctor i'm Lula. so i'm so proud of him i'm too i, I I'm love too. him still but um, but um, yeah, man, there, there's so much here. <laughs> there's so much. There is, but. and it's insane that it's able to uh, at least almost like effortlessly pull it off. Like it, it, it all works really well. Everything does serve a purpose. There's just certain things that I felt like, at least like I said with Adam Warlock stuff, that like I could have used more time between the team because literally as they – we have that wonderful moment of like, they're all explaining they're going to go their separate ways, what they're going to do, why they're going to do it. Um, it like quick cuts and Quill's gone. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, and I was like, uh, all right, bye. I'm just, <laughs> and I, I, it's like, he like just I gunned said, it for the door. I was looking forward to like those parts of our conversation because I, I know that this isn't like a five star movie in my head, mm-hmm. but I couldn't figure out. But I couldn't figure out why, mm-hmm. or, or like pick out the things like what was lacking and stuff. And I feel like I wouldn't need another rewatch to like really get it down. Yeah. But um, but I I, I don't feel like this was a perfect movie or anything. Or I it's, think it's a I think it's as close as we're gonna get for a perfect goodbye. I I think it's probably in the conversation for me of like best MCU films. Is there? You know? Yeah. Like, I, I think we at least have to talk about it. I know people that put Guardians 2 over all of Guardians. And, and that I, includes 3. Yeah. And, and that's that, fine. And that one's at the... It's all about your preference. bottom for me. 
Yeah, um, same. No, same. Be, because I, I can't even give up because. Just because. Yeah. But, like, it's a great fucking film, though. And see, I just like, think it's good. But yeah. it, I think it's I think it's great. And that's I fine. I think it's so good. Um, there's some parts with Ego that are a little corny. But I th- for just since we're kind of touching on it now, I since I just rewatched it, I, f- I feel like he was a little underused. Because mm, Kurt Russell's really good. Yeah, he is. But they kind of like sideline him pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, but with this one, man, it, it was just so, it's so crazy that, you know, we get drugged through the mud the way that we do and then come out of it just feeling like this immense joy, like fucking reminiscing on it. Because like, the dog days are over. <laughs> Ernest, the dog God, days are I over. I just serve that one up to you. And that's this is where we're at. The ending of the film. I know we, we talked about the ending ending. That was an after credit scene. But... The movie ends with just it's like a it's a celebration. Yeah, man. It's a celebration. Like, look where these characters, what these characters have overcome, look where they've ended up at, and like, yes, it's for the most part just this big goodbye. And like, but the best goodbyes are both sad and good. Right. Yeah. Because, because I mean, and you could tell like they're happy for each other. Yeah and stuff nobody's like holding grudges or anything like that except for the fact that quill just left really quick but yeah no that's and, <laughs> and also nobody's saying that like you know never see you again yeah everybody's kind of because drax is staying with and obviously we're not going to see him again um right. he said he's done with it yeah completely fair but um lore wise he's staying there with gamora gonna help with the kids with uh nebula Oh, did I say Gamora? Yeah. Sorry, I was also thinking... You'll get her name sometime. (laughs) This is your last chance to get her name. That's fair, that's fair. Gamora's the space dog. (laughs) (laughs) But um, he's going to be staying with Nebula, helping with the kids, helping with the town. And, like, it was such a good little road to get to him being Drax the dad. Yeah. And it made so much sense with his backstory, though we didn't get, like, a full fleshed out thing for him. We know about his wife. He lost his wife and child. Um... And, like, here he is being able to live that parental role. And he's a protector. He can still fight. Um, and the Nebula's here just running things. My girl just don't need no man. She got a job. And um, even though I saw a lot of love for Nebula and, and uh, Quill. Like together? Like online, yeah. Oh, God, fuck that. And no. people, people are like, dude, like, it kind of works. I guess. I, I So I, I wouldn't have been against. Well. I don't think it doesn't work. But uh, also. Like you pointed it out when we were playing through the Guardians video game, that like there doesn't have to be a romance everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yo, is that what you were about to say? Yeah, I was gonna touch on it. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Like, I didn't realize I'm bring up the game, but yeah. Yeah. Not everything. Because he doesn't flirt with Gamora at all in that game. No. Yeah. They're just they're homies. Yeah. Straight up. And you know what? It works. Yeah. And it, 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 it works. And you know well. what? If they make a sequel, which I. Especially after this, I need some guardians in my life. Um, <laughs> if they make it a thing later, that's fine too. Homies can become well. The more. legendary Star Star Lord will return. So. You, if you think that is going to satiate, <laughs> you you want to see the new group at some point, yeah? I gotta say the new group. I'm not excited for. Bro, who do you, then? What do you want? <laughs> well, no. So like we have, we have our regular guardians. We have the game. We can have that. Oh, dude. Oh, yes. That's what I'm talking about, like Please. a sequel. That's oh, what I yes. meant by sequel. Sequel oh, to the yeah, game. Sequel dude. to the game. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Because give me that Gamora. Give me that Rocket. Because I do think. We haven't even seen Nebula in there. No, we haven't. Yeah. Oh, but dude, but she is it. referenced. Right. Um, but uh, I want that. I want more. Yeah. I want more Guardians of the Like, I completely get this story ending 
but I would still love more Guardians of the Galaxy media. And that does not mean I'm excited. I will watch it, but even if they do make an actual movie or something with that new Guardians, dude, that's nowhere near there. That's probably not on their map. Right. Yeah. That's that's phase eight. And even Star Lord, <laughs> I imagine his next thing won't be solo. Mm. I imagine he's going to show up in something. Like I, I doubt Secret Invasion, but like right, right. Like when like maybe the bigger Avengers movies because he's on Earth now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and even that, like, we're probably going to get more delays because, as we talked about the episode, the the writers strike. Right. So, well, all that is to say, more Guardians in this like anywhere near this form in the MCU. If I'm alive, I'll watch it. <laughs> Yeah, but I want that games. I, I want that game to do more for the franchise. I want that game to come but back. But I do want to play more Guardians. Yeah, like absolutely. Square Enix Guardians, absolutely <laughs> for sure. Because they did such a good job with that. I think I think they really did, and with the storytelling just being so strong, and it's like led me to believe that this is just like such a good group to have stories about. Absolutely, like period. Absolutely, like whether you're doing it MCU route or I mean, I hear the comics are pretty good. I'm I'm so not up to date on the Guardians yeah, comics at all. I have um, read one because I tried to read some after I finished the game. I I read one too. Uh, Quill was in a bar and fucking Ego just kicks in the door and is like, "What the fuck are you doing in here, son?" And I was like, "Yo, this is wild." And then I didn't <laughs> keep reading. So, <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, that's my experience with the Guardians comics. God. But um, man, like yeah, like because we've gotten such quality stories from the game, and now from uh, you know this complete version of mm-hmm. all of the movies, and it's just a good fucking group. It is. Yeah, it is. God. And obviously, like, because from my understanding, this isn't even the main. Like, it wasn't the first group. I would say it's the main group now. Um, but, uh, like, because it, it apparently didn't start with Quill and all that. Oh, really? Yeah. And, okay. like, apparently, like, just like Avengers, it shifts and stuff like that. Right, right. Um, but uh, there's other way, there's other iterations you can get. But at least from our video game perspective, give me a sequel to that wonderful, wonderful Guardians game. Because yeah, that was so good. It gave me everything I would have ever needed and more. Um, but back to the focus here. Ernest. We've been talking about this for an hour and a half. Goddamn. It's a good fucking movie. I, I could probably talk for another hour. It's probably going to be a minute before we have a movie this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Ernest, give me some final thoughts on Guardians. Man. Final, but, final. Again, thoughts on Guardians. I, I think it just really speaks to like the magnitude of how much I love this shit mm-hmm. that I feel like I just got drug, bro. Like this shit is so fucking sad. But I just came out of that theater feeling like this immense joy. Like, just, oh, my heart is so full off this shit because I had really high hopes going into this, which I usually try to prepare myself to to not feel that way going into, like, you know what, I'm just going to take what they give me. I'm not going to be disappointed if it's, you know, not what I was envisioning. And to get here and for, I'm so satisfied with what I got here. It's, again, the best MCU trilogy in my book. Like, nothing even really comes close because of, like, those one or two that, like, threw them off and stuff. Like, fuck, man. Uh, I love the fucking Guardians. I, I love that this cast has, like, grown 
from from what they were um to see like batista out there doing it fucking chris pratt this was really his big break he like, said he hasn't had to audition for a role since this film. That's fucking crazy, bro. And he's just been killing it. Yeah. yeah. Like, so. That means they handed him Jurassic World. <laughs> I mean, that's huge. Yeah, God good. damn. That's that's big, big. Because even though those movies aren't the best, they still make tons of money. They do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, to, to see all of them come so far and just kill it the way that they have, like, and to just see Karen Gillan thriving always makes me happy. But, um,. I, I love everything that James Gunn has given me so far. I'm so excited to see what he does with the, what are they calling it, DCU? Yeah, DCU and right. his first project. So the next film he's going to be bringing us, which he's writing and directing, is Superman Legacy. It's going to be interesting, man. Yeah, I, it doesn't seem like the right character for him. <laughs> we will see. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see how it does. I, I think he knows how to put his serious pants on. Or, or is that a hat? I'm depends sure. depends man but um, I just hope we don't have another Taika situation with Thor Love and Thunder <laughs> oh goodness yes uh, <laughs> like hey t- tone it down a little bit but but um, yeah man um, it, I feel like Guardians and the way it was presented to us at first and everything really had the potential to fall into you know a Love and Thunder type situation where it could have just been silly as fuck you know but just that balance, man. It, it, the balance and consistency are like, it, that's the name of the game with this like trilogy. And I feel like they nailed it all the way throughout. That and trauma. Yeah, and fucking trauma. Because boy, did you give it. They, the first scene of the first movie is his mom passing away from cancer. God damn. And then we get all the way here where there, there's animal torture and <laughs> It's pretty fucked, man. It's not, it's, you know, you got to strap in for this shit, but it's so worth it. And, and I'm glad I've put forth all the time that I have into this franchise for sure. And it's so, uh, I'm, I'm right there with you with the heart being full thing. Bittersweet though. It is. It absolutely is. And honestly, cause I never thought of like anything negatively necessarily about the future of the MCU, but with gun leaving and just seeing what, cause I guess I forgot what he was capable of. Um, and just seeing the vast difference between this and what we've been getting, they got to figure something out. Cause you look at like one suicide squad compared to the next. Yeah. Goodness. Goodness gracious. You know, goodness gracious. And to be fair, that's DC. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm just saying, cause he was killing it. The, just showing, time. just showing guns. Right. Yeah. His effect. Dude's an yeah. asset. Right. Dude's an asset. You don't want him on the opposing team. Um, and as he stated, it's not like DC and Marvel are actually at each other's throats. It's just our fandoms. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, I'm so happy with this movie. Um, the very last shot, the very last thing you see before the credits roll is Rocket dancing and howling at the sky. And then it cuts. And I got to say that just destroyed me because it's so like you want this dude to be happy. And everything he's lost, everything he's been through, and along with everybody else, he's not the only one who's lost somebody. Like, ah, oh man. And for that to be the last shot we get of this franchise, it's beautiful. The secret protagonist. The secret protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Little oh. raccoon, it was your story all along. <laughs> but that wraps us up here with Guardians Forever. Um, but we are going to take a quick break, and then on the other end, talk about saying goodbye to some other things in gaming. 
All right, and we are back. Going to be going over some gaming news as well as a fun little talking point. Um, We're going to go over some updates here from the last couple of weeks. But our primary thing that we're going to be doing here is going over our top five favorite video game endings. Man. Got to say goodbye. Do you have to reach back a lot? Honestly, not really. Don't tell me. No, we'll we'll, we'll get into it in a minute. Okay. Um, Speaking of goodbyes, the first thing I wanted to update here. (laughs) Thank you, Ernest, for the setup. Mm -hmm. Um, Pixel Opus, uh, the studio best known for their work on Concrete Genie. Pretty, Pretty good indie, if you ask me. Um, I want to say it's one of your first batch of plats. I know it wasn't oh, your right, first, right. but it isn't the yeah, batch. It's like there. my first five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the studio shut down. Sony shut it down. Yeah. Oof. I don't know if we got anything since Concrete Genie. We did not. Um, Probably a sign. <laughs> I really, I liked that game a lot, man. I, I love the style. I love really the style. Really cool. Um, you, you, with the art. There was very, there were some things that were very like straightforward that you could do with it, but it also gave you like a lot of freedom. Yeah, it it highlighted its creativity pretty well. Yeah, man. And then when that game takes a turn to, like, if you're gonna go play Concrete Genie now, like, I'd recommend it. I know Justin. The game's not being taken off anyway, so you can still play that. Um, but like, yeah, if you want to experience what this studio was capable of, like, I I feel like they really put it put it on display with that because it was really pretty it was and it was. i love the story the story Same. made me happy the story is quite good <laughs> yeah it was cool and just the the gameplay i thought was solid the yeah. way it worked out because we don't get a lot a, of like newer things and like such that. a unique idea exactly yeah you exactly. don't you don't get to do a like lot it's of not the same in games like exactly that, you know so it's yeah. and it's it's I would say it's a special little indie. Yeah, sure. yeah and i'm happy that we at least got that mm-hmm. um it's sad that we don't get to see what they're doing next or anything like yeah that, i do hope those developers find themselves a new job fucking thrive oh. baby <laughs> we bounce back baby we bounce back we hope we, we hate to see people fall and not bounce back so let's talk about somebody who's falling uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like the entirety of xbox microsoft well no xbox microsoft i think is always fine um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but xbox specifically i need microsoft teams bro. <laughs> but um the release of Redfall has has come and went, and well, it's there. I've gotten my hands on it. I played it for a couple of days. We just had you watch a review for it. Oof. And <laughs> though, like I like I was explaining to you off the air, some of the issues highlighted in like IGN's review have been at least touched upon with their um with the like a recent update that came out. It's still pretty rough. Yeah. And at the at the the like the bare bones of this, it's a very uninspired shooter. And even the like a portion of the matters that they had going on with that shit, I feel would be a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And like it's in an open world. Every there's everything you saw in there, there's a lot of it. Um So is it less of the game breaking stuff though? Yes. So I will say this, as somebody and I'll it's going to bring it up later. I did beat Jedi Survivor. Yeah, I had that yeah. game closed down, like shut down on me, like crash more times than I did with Cyberpunk, and I have not had a single game crash with Redfall. Really, I haven't had it crash on me, not yet. That I happened to me a lot. Actually, I had it once, and then on a day one, and then a patch came out, not day one, um, and then I had like six or five. 
Oh, damn. Like, Maybe it was that one, like, specifically. I was like, God damn it. But I, just, <laughs> I guess they fixed it. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but it, it's still... So this game runs. This game does run. It just... Um, there's no there's no issue. Again, speaking from well, my own experience, because everyone can experience something differently. But, like, game hasn't crashed. Um, but, like, enemies that are supposed to be there, are they there? They're usually there. Okay. I say usually. Sometimes they're not. Um, <laughs> sometimes... Vampires got places to be, baby. Sometimes they really need to be like right in your face before they react to you. Um, I will say they've gotten better. Like when I try to snipe enemies, they just come right at me. So they've improved that. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but like as you saw in the video, there they weren't doing that right, at first. Right. Um, which honestly, I was like banking on because I'd seen this already. I was like banking on like oh, I'm gonna get an easy kill here. Oh no, they fi- oh they fixed it. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh this is terrible. Um. But I will say, with my lowered expectations, I enjoyed my few days on it. I don't know if I'm going to go back. We'll see. Um, some of my favorite open worlds are just like a normal town. Yeah. Because it feels like I get to do whatever I want in like the real world. And it's just cool. I feel that. But um, a little more detail could have been implemented to like immerse you into it. Yeah, they look. it looks like really playing in environments. Yeah. And, and stuff. like you can't, for an open world, there's not a lot you can walk into. And it, the enemies like all look alike. Yeah. Yep. Like if there's one like variant. Yes, of, pretty of much. An, it, it and just, like you'll you'll get same. some people that do look noticeably different because they have a different kind of power. Um, but for the most part, yes. And the way you go about doing things, I I found it fun at first, but like I said, I'm probably not going to go back to it. Um, at least not for a while. It it does, it loops, and you get a little tired of it. Um, but this is a big thing because this is made by Arcane, the right. studio behind Deathloop, behind Dishonored. Um, two big, two big hits, and people were really expecting expecting like a prestige game here. Um, and not only that, Xbox has been needing like a win in the exclusive category. Yeah, and this was essentially promised to be that. <laughs> um, whoops. I love, I think it's one of the funniest things ever. It was a week before this game was released. They announced that the game was going to be locked at 30 frames per second. And everyone was like, oh, that's a bad sign. This is bad. 30 frames per second is bad. And when you play it, that is the least of your worries. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, good try, Arcane. Good try. (laughs) Um, Man. And Phil Spencer has come out to apologize for the launch of this and says he should have not him personally, but like Xbox should have had more in a hand in assisting with the development of this game. Mm. Um, Cause it has been delayed. I think at least once, maybe twice, but for him to even say that shows like if you're, per- if you're purchasing these studios, which I mean, we all know Xbox has been acquiring shit. You should be helping them. Right. Like it's not just they're helping you now that you own it. You it's a team. Now give us games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I kind of worry that that might've happened here. And, because you see just the opposite with PlayStation. Yeah. So where like their indies that they come out with every year are yeah. like fucking Pristine. awesome. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know Absolutely. what I mean? So like when they're getting people under their wing, they're like really having them under their wing. Mm-hmm. And it looks like that's where Xbox is kind of like. It means it can be done. Yeah. <laughs> and they really... So the big question here, and everyone's brought it up. It's been a blaze on Twitter. Um, People are worried about Starfield. 
Granted, uh, Bethesda, I will say Bethesda's a bit bigger than and Arcane. And they should be like a little bit more self-sustainable. Yes. Yeah, but... But at the same time, with how big a game that is, people are worried that another aspect of this is they're calling it the Game Pass effect. Mm-hmm. Not putting as much effort into something because it's just going to go into a streaming platform. That is not something anyone's confirmed as a thing. And of yeah, course, Phil yeah. Spencer and Xbox has said we put all care into these when we put it out, yada, yada, yada. And because you know these studio, like, you know, when we talk about specific studios and you can, like, think of their games and stuff, like, nobody wants to just be that, the machine that just cranks them out. You know what I mean? like I'm just kidding, but yeah. <laughs> it's not like gotcha games, like mobile yeah. gotcha games and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you want your game to be something mm-hmm. so that the next time you release one, like we're gonna be on it exactly you know what I mean? yeah so and this is unfortunately just a really bad look for xbox right now and literally i want to say it was a week later that they announced this but we are getting a june showcase there's already a showcase in june for starfield starfield focus showcase to show right. us what that game's looking like how it's going which is very important to be as transparent as possible right now <laughs> um but also very important this separate showcase is to show highlight more games coming to xbox and like you need that. Okay? Right. <laughs> you right. fucking need that. Yeah. Because the Xbox One generation, the generation I sat out on, is, and Phil Spencer said this in an interview recently, um, it's the generation they lost. It's It, it was almost a wipe. It was a, it was a poor performance all the way through. Yeah. Um, Game-wise. Interface-wise. Wise, yeah. yeah. Your PS3. This is how old did it get on your Switch? No, I'm just Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, we we are now at a point where people should we should have already seen it but people have been patient where like we need to see the the benefit of sticking with xbox the belief in game pass and there's been plenty of it i mean i got alone ign released a list of the the longest games like ever made and so many of them were on there not yes because and you played those did you get the personas on there yes Okay, so because yeah, I was looking at that list, yeah. and I was like, "Man, Chris played a lot of these, actually." And not only that, I played I played three of those just this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I because Persona Three, Persona Four, and Persona Five Royal all this year. You're wild. Bro. I wanted to That's die. A <laughs> when I got towards the end of Royal, it I was, was like, a dark "Oh time, my god!" <laughs> I've appreciated my time away from JRPGs, but I love them so fucking much. But anyway, Xbox needs. This was supposed to be a big win for Xbox. They really needed it. And unfortunately and understandably, this is a real momentum killer. Um, Because Switch is never struggling. I think Nintendo also supports their studios pretty well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So The only time they never supported something was that Mario movie way back when. And they've obviously learned their lesson. They jumped right on board with Tetris. We have a whole episode on it. (laughs) Once we once we acquired the rights, but um, but yeah, no, it's just you. Obviously, like you yourself, you play you play PlayStation primarily. You do have a Switch that you've touched every now and then, right, right. But like gaming's gaming, and every we want all gamers to enjoy themselves. Yes, the yes. Xbox community is definitely within their rights to be upset about this. Yeah, I don't want anybody to be punished because you rot you bought the wrong five hundred dollar machine mm. or whatever. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like we all invest in this like to have fun, mm. and when the machine the fun machine that you got isn't producing the fun it's awful that's terrible and I'm on sorry, top of that bro. 
so because I'm talking about Game Pass, people have bought this game without you having Game Pass. And you know how much that game is that you saw gameplay for? Is that seventy? It's seventy five dollars. Oh goodness man fuck dude you gotta feel ripped off you gotta, you gotta feel, feel ripped, ripped off. off that's trash that's <sighs> yeah awful that's cyberpunk oh. shit what <laughs> cyberpunk shit oh fair enough yes 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 i was like what do you do you think that this game could bounce back enough with enough updates give it two years to be a, a good fun time i do think so yeah i we're gonna have to see if they do put the effort in um and then because, like, we said it off air, I believe, like, we're not, that I enjoyed Deathloop. Yeah. But I also saw a lot of, like, flaws with it mm. and stuff and things that I didn't like so much. So, and I, I know a lot of people swear by, uh, uh, what's it called? Dishonored. Um, Dishonored, yeah. I was going to say Forsaken. Mm-mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, Dishonored. <laughs> uh, but, like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, if they ever did, like, fix it, there would have to be a lot of people going back and being like, it's it's good. Yeah. Like, the way they did yeah, with Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, shit, go back and play it. It's good. And the reason, like, because <laughs> the bear, regardless of what they add to it or do to fix it, it is a very vanilla game. Like, you've 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 played this game before. Um but the the reason I was able to enjoy it for a couple of days is because though I've played a game like exactly like this before, I haven't played a game like this in a while. Yeah, because and they bring it up in the review there. Um, it it is like a, a 360 game, like it's just, <laughs> and like yeah. not in like not like at the end of the 360s life cycle, like at the beginning. Because um, <laughs> dude, like sometimes your hands don't render. It, oh, it's so weird, bro. but like I think the gameplay is fun enough. Um, and I love the concept, just hunting vampires, trying to free a city. Like, story-wise there, that's I don't need a lot. I'm like, this is so cool. But yeah, it seems like they lean, try to lean in on the action yeah. the most. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, man. Um, I, I think there's a way to layer this that could have been a really interesting release. Um, and it's just unfortunate that it was handled the way it was. But like you were saying, like, even if they were to come and fix it, Huh. Or whatever, like it's still the X- vanilla game. Xbox the- needed this win right now. Absolutely, you know, absolutely, because so. they haven't had. Because they, the last big exclusive they got was Halo Infinite at the end of. Oh, was that two years ago now? Damn! Really? Yeah, holiday season twenty twenty one. Wow. Oh, we are in 2023. Yeah, we're only halfway. That just feels so futuristic in my yeah, head. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I it's guess. only been like a year and a half. Being but from the 80s or whatever. <laughs> but uh, and we were just talking about a Marvel franchise that's been going on for like 10 years. Yeah. But um, they've needed something, and people have been waiting. And to say it, like, obviously not everyone's been patient. People have definitely voiced their, their concerns and anger. But at this point, dude, it's so warranted. And, like, yeah. I'm glad they're doing a June showcase, and I do... It's going to be really important that what's shown in the June showcase has stuff coming out for this year. Because there was a showcase towards the end of last year um, that highlighted things that were supposed to come out the first six months of um, this year. And I don't know if you know this. None but, of them? But we're almost there. Some, no, like, there there's some things that happen. Okay. Some that happen. <laughs> I was going to say, damn. It hasn't been like a full wipe there. Um, biggest for me is the sequel to hollow Knight was shown on that showcase. And I'm like, bro, where are you at? So, so my question for you mm-hmm. is 
how much more has to happen before and this might this is reaching i think they're gonna be fine in the long run but uh-huh. like how much more has to happen before they get like google stadia you know? <laughs> a lot <laughs> if they're if they're even they're still a long way so like off, look right? at their problems and you're already like they're fine because yeah. they're still trying to buy the biggest acquisition in history mm. like we're dude, we're still trying to buy uh my uh blizzard and my activision and it's looking like that might not happen. Oh, because of the... Um, something in the UK stuff. did a last-minute stall. Yeah. Um, and oddly enough, it's because they think they're using cloud technology. Um, it's it's all just local, like, like law mumbo-jumbo. They're just trying to, trying to stall this shit. But, um, but uh, even with that, it's just like, okay, fine. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're good because you can't forget. And we said it a minute ago. Xbox isn't just Xbox; it's Microsoft. Right? They're fine. Yeah, they're completely fine. And I imagine like they could still put out. Uh, I mean, the they're, the next two Xboxes are coming. Yeah, for sure. And actually, funny, enough, they, they want to get away from consoles. So I don't. Oh, true. <laughs> I don't think we're there yet because cloud technology needs to be there. I I say that in the sense that they're going to be around for a while. Yeah, they're not. They're not going anywhere. And the cloud technology stuff is just so dope to me. It is. It's just not there yet to be able to like fully depend on it. We'll buy a smart TV. Yeah, and and just have it. There there, you go. Like good to go. Yeah. I get a new TV and a gaming console. It's the future. Like, it's, it's wild. The future. Well, it's yeah. their future. I'd, PlayStation has not really commented on it. Right, right. But um, but I'll still buy a PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then, then, like, but then you have that and Xbox then, app on your TV. And then you're set, yeah. bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, that shit's on live? Okay, bet. Bitch. Boom. Let's go. Um, but uh, they're, they're going to be just fine. Like I said, the Xbox One generation, they've survived past that. Yeah. And the Game Pass has provided so much in just in terms of, like, day one releases. And like I, I loved, I I've spent the majority of my gaming year on that with the personas, um, even the stuff they just end up getting that isn't new has been great. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, I I wish them the best. I really hope we get something cool in June, some announcements, some juicy things, because it's also going to be the kickoff of like the summer season, and like we're going to get summer game fest, I believe, in June. Um, and we're going to start seeing directs and showcases and whatnot. And yeah, it's, man. It's going to be busy. It's going to go down. It's going to be busy. For sure. Uh, we're going to be busy. We all, that's what I mean. We're going to have a lot of talks about, <laughs> uh, you know, talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, with that, because that's all we really had on the gaming update front, in 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 the vein of, because we just said goodbye to our guardians. Yeah. It, I, I had the idea of, you know what? Video game endings sometimes hit pretty hard. So we're going to go over our top five favorite video game endings. They sure can go. Um, yeah. Before we get into the list, because I want to do this like we've been doing, like you'll say one, I say one back yeah, and forth. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, did you have any criteria? Um, no, because some of them are based off of like different things. Okay. But um, so no, okay. no, you just go. Did you have a I had one piece. I had one piece of criteria. I am excluding two games from this list because we have a whole episode dedicated to them. And that is Last of Us 1 and 2. Ah, uh, okay. okay. So I think they're they're essentially my honorable mention here, but I'll I'll sign off on that honorable mention. I didn't have them on my list. I, 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 yeah, but, but like we literally and the endings of those games are part of why you love them, right? Um, I do think they're both absolutely worthy of the because I did think about putting one on here. Okay, 
yeah i would definitely put one over two but yeah yeah same um that's chilling even though two uh depending on where ellie's going i guess two could be a thing too but where's she going you don't what know what she's walking into yeah I don't, don't I don't know you don't know she's going to find dina i'd rather just see people lie to each other yeah <laughs> And then you envision that person as Pedro Pascal. And oh, actually, no. I, I still just see Joel. What if they um, just replaced Joel's model with Pedro Pascal? Oh, my God. I've, <laughs> so they they had a Bella Ramsey mod for the PC version. Oh, I saw that. I'm yeah. sh- I, I can't imagine there isn't a... There might be a Pedro Pascal one at this point. I don't know. <laughs> but, Ernest, take it away. And, again, we're going five to one. All right. What's your number five? My number five is Prince of Persia, The Two Thrones. Oh, is that the is that the second one? That's the third one. Oh, the, that's, oh no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Sands Prince of Time of per- is the first Sands one. Sands of Time, Warrior okay. Within, and then we have The Two Thrones. Fair enough. Go right. for it. So, um, oh, Also, good thing to do. Spoiler for all of these game endings. All these motherfucking games. All these motherfucking about. game endings. All these motherfucking games. <laughs> Spoilers for Prince of Persia, The Two Thrones. I know, I, I know. You might have to pause it. You might have to turn it off, skip forward, something like that, because <laughs> you don't want to know how the Prince of Persia, The Two Thrones ends. But um, so it, it's really focused in on one part. I can't even. I, I went to YouTube to like rewatch it uh-huh. earlier today, and um, man, I don't remember that story all that much. But it was the style in which they did it. Yeah. Because in the first game, it starts off, you're him, the prince of Persia, and you're running through the forest, right? On like a like a dark blue night. Mm-hmm. You know those blue nights in the forest, bro? Like that shine, baby. You're just running through there, right? Yeah. Then you get to the end of the trilogy, the end of the third game. And they're like, but what I don't understand, Prince, how did you get here in the first place? And he's like, I'll tell you a tale. And it and it cuts to him running through oh, the man. jungle at the beginning on, That's that, great. on that dark blue night. You know yeah. I mean? And it the way it loops like that. So you could technically load into the first game start off right there and play through the loop again. imagine that's your whole life you know? just looping those games and it, yeah yeah <laughs> that would i would get definitely get tired of it for sure because nah, i saw some it. of that gameplay <laughs> <laughs> boy i don't know if it aged well but um but yeah man i remember getting to that point and playing through the other ones uh thanks blockbuster like <laughs> fucking and just being like so hype when i saw yeah that yeah ending, bro like yes yes it's just this like like general feeling of like happiness attached to that that mm-hmm. memory of of like seeing that ending um and i again don't remember the story all that hey much. man it's you been know, forever yeah. there's there's some sands they control time it's a whole thing and the third one's where he's like an alter ego or something right yeah, yeah. that's why it's the two, two thrones. thrones yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's great man okay that's what i got what that's is, a good what's one your number five I'm starting with my number 40. Give me a minute. We'll get to five. I'm just kidding. No. So I I will say, (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and say right now, all these are interchangeable for me. I, especially after looking at it, I don't have a game ending. That's like my favorite. Okay. I like them all for so many different reasons. Mm -hmm. Even some that aren't on here. I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm sure there's some like, I I can't think of like right now. Um, But my number five, and this game is like four years old, so but I know somebody in this room has started it and not finished it. You're alive. Um, spoilers for the ending of Death Stranding. 
<laughs> no, I can't allow you to do that. Hold anyway. On. I'm going to do earmuffs. <laughs> <laughs> but please make sure you listen to the episode to let me know if the audio is uh, good yeah, afterwards. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Um, I won't go into the, how you get here because it's just a ride. But um, the way the story ends with, and I'm not going to go into detail about everything that happens, but Norman Reedus's character kind of gets like a happy send off. Mm-hmm. And he gets to, because dude, you play through this game, it's like 60 fucking hours of carrying shit all over your, on your back. And you have a crying baby on your chest. Like it's a lot. Yeah. And he gets to put the stuff down and rest. And that's the only reason I was like, why is he back in two? Because he's in that trailer. <laughs> I, I was like, you, bro, no one knew his hair's fucking white. He's been carrying like, so much shit. Like low-key mad, bro. Yeah, because yeah, uh, like, I'm stoked oh, for there being a two. And I was he like, why? like he aged. He was like, why man, are you bringing he, him back? What are you just, doing? Let him live his life. He just wanted to retire, or? baby. He but, deserved um, it. <laughs> but he gets to take Lou out of the casing. Mm-hmm. And the last scene of the game is just, you see Norman Reedus, like his hand stretched out, laying down. I assume like, like laying down for a nap or something. You just see the little baby's hand, like curl up in the middle of his and it just cuts. And you just hear the little, it's a little goo goo gaga shit. And it's beautiful. That's beautiful. That sounds great. And I'm going to get there one day. I believe you. (laughs) And like, especially if like, you've even played a few hours of like how weird that game is. Oh yeah. Like, it's such a like a chill ending, <laughs> but like dude is literally carrying like the entirety of an airport's luggage on his back. I'm I'm trying to hours. I'm trying to remember. Did I imagine an electric guitar in that game? Yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Random thought. <Go> ahead. <laughs> but no, yeah, that is that is what I have here at number five, Death Stranding. All right. Kojima. Good, good start. Good start. Oh, Kojima-san. Kojima-san. All right. So uh, next up, I have Red Dead Redemption 2. Beautiful. Yeah, Beautiful. man. Um, you know, what I didn't notice is that there's different endings. I don't remember that. Um, I mean, you you eventually get to John Marston uh-huh. and stuff like that, and you go up in the snow. Yeah. And, and that's the part that I'm really referencing here. Okay. But, um, I mean, it's part of it. Because uh-huh. the, the last stuff that you get with Arthur is awesome. Oh, amazing. Yeah. But like for mine, you know, you go up and you fight in uh, on that cliff against um, the black lung. Motherfucker, yeah. That motherfucker. Right. Yeah. And and um, so I won that fight. You get to climb up to the top of it and then you just like pass away up there. Uh-huh. Right. And it's like peaceful. Um, there's another one where if you go back for the money. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Then you fight them like while the whole camp is on fire. Uh-huh. You, you fight against him. It's there. like the bad ending. Yeah, yeah. And he stabs you in the back and you die. Oof. And not then, as peaceful. And then there's another one where you lose the fight on the cliff and Dutch shoots you. That's amazing. Yeah. Just the fact that like if you lose this fight, bro, the game's still over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I had no idea. Yeah. I yeah. won that fight. I got the same. Good, I got the, the same ending, ending as you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it was amazing. It's so good. Um, and oh, then you funny that we just end. had a, I had a Dutch fun fact. <laughs> yeah, dude, and that's why I like looked at you like really today, motherfucker. You give me that interesting. Um, and yeah, and then John Marston goes out there in the snow and sees the the black lung motherfucker. He's not the black Arthur's the black lung, motherfucker, yes. but he's the one that calls him that. Yeah. Oh, it's you, black lung. And then, uh, oh Arthur, yeah man, that that whole scene um, with Dutch shooting him, 
and and just walking off. I don't. I, I wonder if we're ever gonna get closure. I don't know with that. But yeah, it, it's it's just so good and it's so emotional. Doesn't you lose, Dutch die and you lose your horse and stuff. in Red Dead Redemption One? Oh, that might be a thing. Yeah, because remember Red Dead Redemption Two. Red Dead Redemption Two is a prequel. Yes, yes. That's why you end up as John Marston. Oh, great! That's so good. <laughs> it is very good. They really need to remaster that. But yeah, yeah, I would love that so much. All, All right, right. so it. my number four. But before I even get to my number four, I can't believe I didn't even think about Red Dead Redemption Two. I hate myself. <laughs> I love you. That's that game's so good. I on Twitter the other day, um, there was a thing like that was asking quote and retreat this with your four most sat four saddest video game moments. And I one of the saddest things in that game that made me cry is when you say goodbye to your horse. Yes, dude. Because he's and I love because dude, your horse goes through so much and takes you everywhere, and you stop for a moment. It's like thank you. But it's like, and, and thank and John's you. like, let's get the fuck out yeah, of here, yeah, bro. Yeah. And you're like, hold on. Hold on. And you're like there until and you, and you just hold it for a moment. Away. Yeah. And I just, that game's so, because I was so hesitant about that game being a prequel. I cried right there. Oh, same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Obviously, it's still with me. Um, but, you know, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 is such a great pick. That's that's such a good pick, man. Um, Pikmin. But, also, uh, <laughs> also um, don't hate yourself. You're wonderful. Oh, thanks, buddy. Um, So my number four is going to be the ending for Persona 3. Nice. Um, This game's been out for a very long time, but I just, we recently got access to it because it's now on consoles. But the reason this is my favorite Persona is because of the ending. Um, the, The, you go through, essentially this goes through the JRPG thing. You start essentially like just solving a mystery at your school to fighting God. Right. It, yeah. it jumps. <laughs> but over the course of like 60 to 80 hours, um, of course. <laughs> but, uh, but as you attach to every character, your protagonist, and just the style of Persona, because Persona 3 is the beginning of the style that you know from Persona 5. Yeah. Pers- uh, supposedly. Like great per- style. Yeah. Because yeah. apparently Persona 1 and 2, which aren't on console, um, are very like just just the dark stuff, just mm. like drab, dreary. Um, but then they incorporate color and the music and everything in three. They heighten it in four, and then they perfect it in five. Yeah, five is is ridiculous. It, like that, that style is so noticeable. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. It makes me want to play the mobile game. You never see it coming. Never see it coming. <laughs> never see it coming. And that's the rest of the podcast. We just sing the song, baby. <laughs> da da da. Uh, <laughs> But Persona 3, you go through hell and back with these characters. And then when you get to the end, there is a sacrifice that is made. Everyone, nobody remembers anything that happened. God. Except for you, your protagonist. And you find out, because you have a robot companion, there's always some type of supernatural. Like, there's a cat in five. Right, right. Um, You have a robot here who looks like a human, and her name's Igus. She's the blonde girl on my my screen yes, right here. Yes, yes, um, And she's a precious, precious soul. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she also remembers for some reason. But um, she she's holding you, like, as you're laying down in her lap, and she's talking about all the things you've taught her, because her character story goes through, like, understanding what life is to a human and what it means to have a soul and what the purpose of life is. And you do get to around to the point of being like, you make your own purpose, you make your own way. 
and the people that you meet along the road are what makes it special. That's that's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. And that's what that character, <laughs> that's just what that character. Um, <laughs> and as she's reminiscing about everything and talking about how she used to be so scared, but now because of your time together, she can face things. Because this is just after the fight. All your friends remember. They just now remember what happened. Like the, the big fight, the big everything, what personas are, all that. Oh, and they're running up because you're on the school roof. Because everything happens at a high school. Sorry, it's an anime. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and the last cutscene is you hear your friends running up, cheering, and you close your eyes because you're too tired, and you die. And oh my god, wrecked me. <laughs> that's, that's, wrecked I, me. I should have waited till now to say that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> wrecked me, bro. Because all of these, I have the endings of all of these games. I just, I hate, I've told you, like, I feel like I know these characters and I hate saying goodbye. And this one is just like the ultimate goodbye. And I'm like, I have to say goodbye to the protagonist. Oh my God. Um, and it's the only one that has a real focus on just like what death means and saying goodbye and stuff like that, which makes it very dark. Like people get shot. <laughs> um, but it's so good. And it's handled in such a way that just, you can see where four and then five just spawned from from here. And I can't wait till six comes out. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a thing. I need to circle back around. There are I, such huge I've commitments. <laughs> but, so- and and I've told you how many times I've started new games on it. That's and fair. Stuff too. And yeah. especially now that you've even seen on a list, one Persona 5 Royal is like one of the longest games ever made. It, it, right. Yeah. And I... I'm so sad that I got so far on the original one. Uh, yeah, which I didn't know when you first told me that. Yeah, that does yeah. suck. Yeah, I got very close. Because playing through, game. though it is great, playing through stuff you've already been through and like remember very well because it's told in such a good way, it can it just doesn't have the same impact as going through the second time. Right. And, and you're like trying to get to the new shit. And is it going to hit me the same way exactly. you get to the new shit? And then, because like, yeah. that's how, because with Royal, I'd been through Persona 5 base game. And the majority of Royal is just that. And I understand that this is, like, my fault. <laughs> like, I did it to myself. Oh, I Like, guess. when I dropped it and went to yeah. you know, Overwatch. We all drop things every now and then. Yeah, yeah, man. But it's, like, one that I regret. Same, I same yeah. with, uh, like, uh, like, a dragon, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's you know, fair. both, the, like, I want to go back to that. That's fair. At like, least that's one you don't have to go through a lot of shit for. But, Ernest. What's your number three? All right. I've actually talked about this one as well before. Uh, I thought you were going to say like today. Um, I was like, okay. It's uh, Hitman Blood Money. Okay. Yeah. I've never beaten a Hitman game, so go for it. All right. So Paint the picture. This is the last of that uh, trilogy like on PlayStation okay. 2, PlayStation 3. And um, so you've been through so much, mm-hmm. right? And you have your lady in the chair, right? You know that. Like Agent Forty Seven, we have this mission for you. You need to go in here. Yeah. This, da da da, and then make small chat and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Along the way, you find out. Well, she finds out that you're the one that assassinated her parents back in the day. Oh no! We said spoilers, motherfuckers. And then, uh, so it comes, uh, and she still works with you, uh-huh. right? You get, you come all the way to the end of of uh of the third game and the agency has you surrounded you've been hiding out trying not to do things but you have to go on these missions and now the agency is turning on you and you're surrounded by agents uh-huh. 
and she goes in first and she's like agent 47 you're surrounded we need to get you out of here i have a plan and he's like oh it's just her like i'm gonna put down my gun like we're good and she fucking shoots something in his neck man oh god she she injects him with a syringe right Uh and you can't make it to your gun to retaliate you just pass out and it cuts to your funeral and it's all white right everything Uh you're in a white suit everybody else is in black suits but it's like completely white like a is it an open staircase and all this stuff and the guy the that runs the agency there in his wheelchair is like yeah he fucking fell over and died like can you imagine the world's best assassin in the world like dying from being clumsy and and, and you're laying there and homegirl's there in her hat low-key uh-huh and she pulls out of her purse uh, some lipstick and puts this lipstick on and goes over to your body and puts your dual pistols on your chest uh-huh. and gives you a long kiss. Oh, man. Okay. And I'm this, loving this. This whole time, Ave Maria. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. This whole Throughout this whole Ave thing, Ave Maria. Maria. And the credits start rolling. And then... And you see your little health bar go up. Bro, yeah. And then the credits keep on rolling. And Ave Maria. (laughs) And then, boom, boom. And then you notice, oh, shit. I'm able to look around right now. Oh, shit, dude. And then you, like, hit the directional button. And you fucking sit up. And you just take out everybody at the front. Dude, that's so awesome. And you're, oh, dude, yeah. I love how you walked me through. That. It's That's, it's great. So great, That's so great, bro. That's so badass. And, oh, I screamed when I fucking I got there, bro. It was amazing. That's so badass. Yeah, so good. So good. God They're damn. One of my favorites. For I sure. changed all of my numbers to that. <laughs> Hitman 3. <laughs> oh, it's funny that we Persona 3 to Hitman 3. Because you go through a lot with that girl. But yeah. she forgave you. She saved you. She had some chemicals in her lipstick. I don't yeah, fucking know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I love the old uh, potion that makes you seem dead. Yeah, trick, yeah, yeah. you know, it's always that's it always so ends awesome, dude. What a way yeah. to end the game. That's it's badass. Great. Ave Maria. What you got, man? Oh man, I could almost hear Ave Maria before you even said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this will be fun. So my number three, Kingdom hearts fuck that game no, i'm just kidding I'm just two <laughs> kingdom hearts 2 is one wait, of the first wait, ending wait. what i want everybody to know that he held the microphone like the rock when he said <laughs> kennedy <laughs> kennedy well, i'm sorry please continue <laughs> but kingdom hearts 2 is one of the first video game endings that i remember being emotionally impacted by and just like holding with me forever um because it's such like an anime thing. But I just, <laughs> it was before I, was, I knew I was an anime fan. But um, the game essentially ends. To go over the plot is just so convoluted. But you're at a happy point, And you're reunited with... You essentially fall out of the sky. And then it just turns into this beautiful Square Enix cutscene. As they tend to do. Gotta love them. Um, and Sora is reunited with Kairi. With Riku, with Mickey, with Goofy, and then they have what's like the happiest beach episode ever. 
<laughs> that's great and like because this whole time going from from in one he's separated from Kyrie, and he makes the promise we're going to get back we're, i'm going to find you i'm going to find you um and then two again a lot of shit happens <laughs> um there's these things called nobodies there's these things called heartless it's, it's a whole thing but you get here and then you hear utada um hikari utada's song um requiem and it is such a I, she's the main thing she's such an integral part of kingdom hearts that every, every game um Kyrie has a different hairstyle mm-hmm. and it's because um the developer makes her hair match this the the hairstyle of uh hikari the singer oh i see yeah i see because she always does a song for each game and he's just a big fan of hers um and that's just a, just a cool little thing it's awesome um yeah. but it was just such a cool little like happy ending and then of course kingdom hearts 3 comes and like there's actually like 16 games they're just not numbered one two three uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but <laughs> but it was just one of those remixes early... yes, yeah. yes yes but this is just <laughs> one of those early ones that has just stuck with me forever because the moment i texted you with the idea for this it was a, it was the one on my mind it's just always been there for me. Yeah, man. I feel, I mean, as you could see, I could feel that. I'm sorry. It's not called Requiem. The song is called Sanctuary, but go on. And this is why, like, when you ask me for criteria, like, Prince of Persia, like, I don't even fucking remember that story. I, you know, like, I, I just remember the way that they did it, and it was so dope. <laughs> and and then, like, Hitman was badass, and fucking... Uh, what's it called red dead was like emotional oh for sure yeah so like all of them here for like different reasons i am under contract unable to disclose the story for kingdom hearts to you because you're a part of a group that has to sit through a powerpoint when presentation. the fuck is justin gonna make us our kingdom hearts powerpoint he's between places right now you gotta give him a chance okay i think he'd have time for it <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that joke coming. I was the one that made it. Um, totally warranted. So, uh, you know, this is definitely on here because of it, how emotional it was and just how f- good it felt to fucking get there, man. Okay. And, and then just the little bonus. Let me just say what it is. Chum, it's cyberpunk 2077 wow i've never i've never heard anyone refer to it as 2077 before yeah, man. <laughs> how weird you're obviously not wrong yeah. but like it's always 2077 it, it, people just say cyberpunk wow or yeah. that but yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. go on i yeah. and you gotta tell me which ending <laughs> um the good one the good one with judy oh what well then uh, I may imagine maybe it's just whoever you choose as a partner. It's gonna be your yeah. But yeah, it's gonna be Judy for me though. Same. Yeah. yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Yeah. You you were right. If you yeah, picked something yeah. else, you're wrong. Yeah. If you had somebody else, you're wrong. Was, damn it. But, <laughs> but when um you drive away with the nomads and and you're going through the it's desert precious. and you're just having your back and forth with uh Judy and remind me of her name. Who? america chavez oh you're talking about the other love interest oh yeah she is a possible well, um <laughs> um from the nomads um i can't remember her name either. yeah but you know who i'm talking about yeah you're, but you're riding away with like all your new family and stuff and they're talking about how you're going to be family and you know this just coming off of like 
what I really feel is just a great fucking boss fight. Absolutely. With Adam Smasher and like going up that fucking um going up that fucking tower, man. Panem. Pan. Pan Am. Pan Am. Pan Am. Yes. 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 It's Thank River you. Ward. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, and then I mean because the other endings to these are also very good. The one, where but especially if you do the good one first, they get like sadder for you. The, uh, I did, I, I did that one last. Okay, I think you told me. To I do might it have. Last. No, I might you have. You were like, "Bro, save yourself. Do it last." Oh, that's like, right. Because, dude, it breaks your heart. Yeah, yeah. Because it's um, like it's almost like you're falling out of love with the character. Ah. I, did, I did the moon one first. Okay. And wow, yeah. dude, that shit's. Fucked. it's dark it's such a trip that's too. the first ending i ever got back when it first came out that's that's the first one that i played and then i got i can't even remember what the other one is mm. so there's nomads there's the moon there's i don't know i think you get like a there's a bad oh when you're when you're invading no with um your other friend the john it's johnny's ending Oh, that's right. Yeah. You give Where your, Johnny you takes give over. your body to Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. 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 Wow. And then. And you have that whole thing. Yeah, this is so bus. weird. On you the have that, bus. Yeah. 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 Okay. And before that, like, it's a whole thing of just like teaching this good guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is like awesome. It's no, it's super cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's super cool. But that ending where you're riding away with the nomads is is but, just dude, oh, and there's bro. a moment where you're like, I think they're on a tank or something and you're just looking at your dog tags or something. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh dude, it's it it's is beautiful. It is. I love it so much. And I I'm so happy that we circled back around to Same. that game. Same. Like, what uh, a what a that's such a moment in our friendship because like we got into is. edge runners. And then, like, I was like, bro, I'm getting on that. I'm going to plot this shit. No, I'm doing me too. Where are you at in Night City? I'm over here. Where are you? Yeah. Uh, I love you, Night City. Always. So much. Always. So much. Even after what you did to Jackie. <laughs> Jackie Daytona. Uh, no, but <laughs> Regular human bartender. But I will say that is absolutely an honorable mention for me. Uh, that game is phenomenal. Yes, it is. So much. It is so fucking, and good. it's so special. It's so special for us in yeah. this podcast. Yeah, because sure. we both have cybernetic limbs. Yes, um, and knives <laughs> and dicks. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> segue into fucking the Teeth's floor, and but you just changed it to oh dicks, you my. monster. That should have been one of their names. <laughs> Dicks, because <laughs> yeah. I have. Oh no, oh man, oh um, like a horse. God, oh my god, that should have been Eagles. Like you just attached one to it. Oh yeah. Um, what's more American than that? Spike dicks. <laughs> but um, <laughs> my god, sorry. Now going on to my number two, which is an emotional one. What a transition. So my number two. Is it's a game I've talked, I've I've expressed my love a lot for over the years. It's a game that helped me form the name for this podcast. And that is Life is Strange. But the there's a lot of endings to go with. Each game has multiple endings. Um, there's a little caveat to this. So this is from Before the Storm, and it is a prequel, but it came out after Life is Strange one. And they released a DLC episode which gives you the full end to max and chloe's story the main the main two and that is what i'm going with here because it is in the order of what you play it is where you end things um and it gives you the perfect tragic loop to go into the next the the first game again so 
if you play them in order, going from Life is Strange 1 to Life is Strange 2, you know everything bad that happens. Not not two, Life is Strange before the storm. Um, in the first game, you're a girl, you're Max, you have the ability to rewind time. This all starts with you saving this girl's life in the bathroom who got shot, and you're like, no, I, you rewind it, you stop it from happening, and it just cascades. Um, th- I think this is the first form of media that's ever said don't mess with timelines. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pretty sure. Pretty sure, pretty sure. I, th- this might be the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Can't wait for Flash. Um, kind of makes sense. <laughs> but, uh, and what happens over time is you learn that Chloe and Max, the, these main two girls, um, were best friends as kids. Like, little kids. Like, elementary school best friends. Like, always at each other's houses. The parents were best friends with each other. We've all had those childhood friends before. Um, cookouts, all this stuff. Um, and then what you already know going into it is that when you go into life is strange one, there's been a gap and a separation of you and this friend that you kind of rekindle when you come back. And that's why you save her being like, Oh, that's you. I didn't recognize you. Um, the way that before the storm ends with this DLC episode, it lets you play it as them as, el- as elementary school kids. Oh, oh and, wow. And like, it's your last day you play as max and you're trying to hold off on telling your friend Chloe that you're moving. Because obviously it's not the kid. You're not your kid. You're not making the trip. Your parents are moving. Right, right. And it's just like, and she's trying to be like, I should be the one to tell her I'll do this. And they're both like 11 or 12. Like they're, they're so, <laughs> they're so small. Um, and the whole, the whole game is you spending this day going on a treasure hunt, finding um, little treasures you hid when you were even smaller around her house because you've known each other since that long um and there's a tragic event you don't realize happens on this very day until this comes out because when you meet chloe in the first game like the first official game Mm -hmm. her father's passed away Mm -hmm. died in a car accident um you learn so in this game you end up having to tell max i'm moving you have to have that not tell Max, tell chloe that you're moving have this whole conversation and like it's very hard for her and everything. And then the music starts playing. Everything gets slow mo. The mom comes in the door crying. And you learn, oh my God, no, it didn't happen today, right? It's not happening today, right? That's the day. So she learned her best friend's moving and that her dad, her dad has died. Crash. Yes. Oh, um, and then it fast forwards a little bit because you go to the funeral with her. But you, and uh, bad parenting, I, I, unless they have a really important job, you have to leave from the funeral to move. Early? <laughs> Not early. It's oh. after the service. Okay. But, like, she doesn't need to go hang out with uh, Max afterwards. But it's just funeral. Funeral, then leave. Yeah. I guess it's better than nothing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Weird. Like, oh, we got to be there by eight or the <laughs> other people get the house. <laughs> like, <laughs> And, like, you don't get, you never see Max's parents. Like they're off screen. They're nobody. Um, but you see her driving off, but she leaves a tape recording of her voice to leave some comforting words, hoping it'll help her, um, help Chloe with the loss of her father and Mm -hmm. the change in life. And every, she promises a lot of things like we'll never grow apart. You're always special to me. I love you. I hope this works. But as you're listening to this, you already know they drift apart. You already know what's going to happen. And at the end of two, if you choose the, the there's two endings you can save her but canonically 
you do let her die. Oh. Because that's what starts off a whole thing of like fucking with timelines and I it ends up fucking with the world. Um, there's no superpower here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know that you drift apart. A lot of bad stuff happens to her in your absence and she will eventually die. And you just listen to these promises getting made and it's just heartbreaking. And I, this game I beat while I was living with Justin and Char, right? Um, Char was walking by my room and she's like, Chris, what are you playing? And I looked up at her, like snot was coming out of my mouth. I was like, what do you want? <laughs> and she looked at me like wide eyes and she walked away. <laughs> I have not cried so hard at a game ending, at least at that point in like so long, because I was just gutted, dude. Because you spend like hours, the whole game is just being bonding with this person, and then the worst day imaginable happens to her, and you make all these promises you can't keep. It's so sad. God damn. That's rough, bro. It's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy. (sighs) Why, Why do we love to be tortured so because it feels good (laughs) and let you know you're alive it's because we prefer our drama on the screen yeah for sure yeah and um through trauma you get a lot of great character growth yeah yeah okay it's our chance to learn from other people's traumas true Instead, true. instead of having to learn that hard lesson. Exactly. Own, I'm yeah. so glad yeah. that didn't happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but Ernest, big moment here. What you got at the top? So speaking of trauma, nah. Uh okay. nah, this is a this was a rough one for me too. Uh-huh. And and now you've experienced it. And if you didn't see this one coming, oh. then do you really know me? <laughs> it's Final Fantasy Seven Crisis Core. Um, again, I have a story that I've told a couple of times here. I beat it on the PSP. I fell asleep crying. Mm -hmm. And then in my sleep, I knocked my PSP into a glass of water and never got to play anything on that thing ever again. And it was so fucking worth it. I'd fucking do it. I'd buy another PSP just to be able to play that game. Okay. Is what I would have said. I was like, why would you dunk it again? (laughs) And, and then dunk it after. Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. But now I have it for the PS5 forever. There you go. So it's okay. There you go. <laughs> and the way they do that ending is so good. It It's just so well done. And because, like, we talked about it in the episode that we had. Like, uh, the first part of it, the first half of this game is, like, pretty fucking cheesy. Uh, yeah. You know? But then, <laughs> but then they really start to hit those emotional notes. But, like, the emotional notes that they hit aren't, they don't prepare you for the way that this game ends at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Like, because it's more, it's like a bass drop amongst the notes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking, oh, man, you're you're fighting the best you can. You're getting all fucking tired and stuff from taking rockets to the face. and Rocket. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! (laughs) And um, and your memories start to fade, and the whole time your memories are kept track of through the DMW, like a a function that you actually have, like in the game, like a whole mechanic. And the way that they use that in the ending is perfect. So masterful. It's so good because it's all just like 
ba- like using your memories to use the abilities of people that you've met. And as you start to forget these people, they like disappear off of your DMW and it's fucking crazy, bro. And you're forgetting like one person at a time and then you're about to forget Aerith and you see it hangs on. It hangs on. It just barely hangs on. And then it becomes just so powerful. Like the only thing keeping him there was like his love for her. And it's just so fucking touching. And then the fight's over and Cloud comes over to you and you give him the buster sword and we all know where the fuck that leads. Yep. And <laughs> and fucking but you, you just see that feather just float around and fly towards the screen and it ends right there. And yeah, like, okay, I forget what we saw before I beat the game. I think it was the whale. I think we saw the well. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Because I, I remember you talking a little, bit, a little bit. I think we saw the well and then I came home and I beat the game. And I was like, the only reason I didn't cry I cried was because the I didn't yeah. have my tear ducts were completely dry. Yeah. Like, but like my body and like my, my throat, still felt the grief. Yeah. My throat like contracted and like yeah. my, my stomach heaved. Like I was crying. Just no tears were coming up. Like <laughs> we're dry heaving emotionally. Fuck you, Brandon Frazier. <laughs> For ruining Final Fantasy Crisis. If you ever meet him, have him sign your copy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this I, I watched this directly after the will, sir. <laughs> I couldn't even cry at it because I cried so much. <laughs> so I cried so hard at your performance. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Uh, it it was just it's one of the more emotional moments like of my life, yeah. honestly um that first time that i beat it and like this second time around just like completely justified it for me absolutely because i wanted nothing more it it sucks when you go back to something that you think you love and it's like when i saw gremlins 2 again like when i drove to your house today after being away for two weeks (laughs) i was so very disappointed like i'm sure you were yeah right he fucking loves me but uh, i love you too little baby uh that's here for the animals (laughs) but um yeah, man, that one will always stick with me. It's going to take something very, very, very special. Like for me to have cyberpunk under this is a hell of a thing. Yeah, but I can and, totally get it. And I remember because I beat it before everybody else. I remember texting you being like, OK, I'm not going to I'm never going to underestimate Square again. Yeah, bro. Because like for yeah. the first half of that, I was just like, dude, shut up with your Naruto. Believe it ass. Square Square Enix does does really well with games like in general, um, but they have some misses for sure. But they never come as hard as they fucking do on Final Fantasy. Like that's their baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're always going to give their all. Well, hold on. Game. It's it's like their stepchild because because kingdom hearts <laughs> the fuck up. ridiculous but for my top my top dog i'm so excited and this is the most oh. recent game i have on this list oh horizon you've beaten it don't worry god no <laughs> <laughs> my biggest complaint is the ending to that game um oh yeah because we did talk about it i was like are we yeah. just ever gonna stop is yeah. it just oh there's something stronger i don't know um i love aloy I love Aloy. Um, my top dog here, and it's an ending that I thought about for months after finishing it. And honestly, after just having this idea, I've been like, what an ending. And that is the ending to the game called Inscription. Oh, shit. Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> it's so good. It is. Dude. It is so. Whoa. And like, I can't, I can give you parts. I'm not going to go into great detail because dude, I'll just say things unravel. Things are not as they seem. Things are not as they seem. Things unravel. What you thought was going to be the ending isn't the ending. But when you get to that true ending and like, you don't know the lore of everything still. <laughs> it's just like, like you've met these new characters. One of them is crawling to shake your hand, but he doesn't quite make it. Um, you get to play some of these other games before the game's no longer there. It's it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. It's insane. And like I can't that is that is one of the best like endings I, I obviously that I think ever. Yeah. Cuz like I can only agree. Like to go, obviously and I'm and we've already said spoilers but again I'm not going into great detail here. This is like the definition of a game to go in as blind as possible. Be, be, yes, yes, exactly. Cuz like, dude, you're not going to know if you went into detail about inscription uh-huh. at at all like that's that's what makes that ending so great yeah like what this is what it is bro yeah like yeah it's crazy it is fucking crazy it's so but it's all like it's so fun <laughs> it's crazy it's wacky dude every time every time that we talk about inscription on here we're always just like bro it's fucking wild like if i tell you you won't believe it homie. oh my god you gotta take crazy. my word for it man you gotta like, take my word oh, for it you do though <laughs> oh, uh, tell them what you're gonna tell them Chris. but with the gameplay loop is so it's so simple but so satisfying with the of the cards um though like and we've made you've made your opinion clear on like getting the plat and whatnot but like you can't take away like a fun game to get from start point a to point b and even if you just sit down and play for a little bit it's a good time i think it's a good it's a good card game absolutely yeah absolutely yeah and then like there will this is the only like little extra i'll give you there are other games or forms of the card game yeah and they're also just fun yeah and those new elements that they introduce with each stage of mm. it as well and like the you're able to build different decks and, and it's, stuff like dude, this too. It's oh, dude it's fucking nuts it is it the is. fact that game exists makes me so happy and because the game feels so simple too it, do- it does like um it does. you know graphics wise mm-hmm. and then it's just live action yeah and and, and then it, so it goes beyond there yeah, man, man. Yes. <laughs> and and for like for them to be able to do it with like just that it's yep. it's so like fuck it give this studio funds and watch what they fucking do. absolutely you know what i mean yes absolutely yeah man that is and guess what it's a fucking indie game it's an indie game. It's beautiful. Yeah, at the top of the list. Yeah, yeah fuck and, yeah. Man. And I jumped right on that bandwagon. Yeah, dude. It's so good. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. This, like, you played this. I played this. Ash, it's her and only it's plat. Her first and only plat. First and yeah. only plat. Congrats. Justin and Jerry Gino Rios. Don't look them up. Don't look them up. We all played through it. Please don't look them up. Um, Jerry Gino Rios. <laughs> but that is, that. those are some great endings. I loved having you take me through the Hitman 3. Oh, dude. That's so badass. Yeah. I can't believe I never knew. Could you picture it? I did. Mind? Yeah. Because like, you know what I, he looks like. He's bald. You know, as bar, you were talking about the funeral, the I was like, there's some opera shit playing. You're like, Ave Maria. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I stopped. Ave Maria. Ave Maria. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew <laughs> oh, it. Oh, shit. Called it. And, and just fucking the Riddler. <laughs> Ave Maria. 
But Ernest, do you have any honorable mentions for this? Um, again, uh, Last of Us. Okay, for sure. Um, just those are so they're phenomenal, impactful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and I think impactful is a great word for that because they fucking they hit hard. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, uh, of course, fucking inscription. I because again, I have to hop on that Ooh, on that bandwagon. If you, it's good shit. Please play inscription. It's not the longest game. It's not. It's also like twenty bucks full price. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh. you get and like it was on sale recently because uh, I bought it for a friend. Because I, I was like, please. Um, it was for fifteen, and I was just like, dude, it's it's so much bang for your buck. It's wild. It's fun. It's intriguing. The more the story goes, the more you're just gonna be like, bro, what's happening? What's happening? And you're kind of gonna be left there but it's gonna be interesting on the yeah. way through yeah you're still gonna feel mind fucked though <laughs> um and then you know i like i did some research like i try to look back in my game log and stuff and and it's tough because there's a lot of good ones out there yeah and um, that's why i was like these aren't necessarily just my favorite in the world yeah, i don't have one one that i had like suggested to chris because i never actually beat the game but i've seen the ending uh is bark uh, oh, i didn't know you didn't beat it yeah, Batman Arkham Knights. It's great. Yeah, I, I beat Arkham Asylum. That's fair. I didn't get to the end of Arkham Knights. It just felt like a lot. Did you beat Arkham City? Or, I mean, Arkham City. My bad. Wait, so which ending are you saying is the better Arkham one? City. Oh, okay. Yeah. With okay. the Joker and all that. Oh! Yeah. Well, I'll say Arkham Knight's also a very good ending, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is also a good ending. Yeah. And that's that's the one that I had in mind. With Joker dying? Right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's that's like a great game ending. Mm-hmm. Like, one that I know it is, like, great, and mm-hmm. I didn't even get there. That's fair. You know? <laughs> so that's what I thought with, because the true ending of Arkham Knight, we've already said spoilers, because yeah. um, when you beat the game, once you 100% it, you get a true ending. No shit. And that's when Batman dies. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> He's a f- <laughs> Batman's a fascist. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. That's what you get when you put George Lopez in the <laughs> movie. Um, but yeah, man, um, you know, it's it was just it's a tough question. Mm-hmm. Um but these five that I mentioned mm-hmm. like jumped straight in my into I my feel mind. You. I no, put yeah. I put this list together so quickly. Hey, because yeah. like they these are the ones that I hold in like. And high, you you made regard. it very clear, and you were able to paint the picture, and of the fucking Hitman three, which is beautiful. Uh, oh yeah, it dude. was great. It, it's in it's like imprinted in my yeah. Mind. It's etched. Um, the only one that I had to really go back for. Um, like, like I looked at a list and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, that one." Mm-hmm. Um, Red Dead Redemption too. That's fair. And, and, and honestly, if I'd looked at something, I should have because. But at the same time, we didn't have any crossover, so it worked out. Yeah, because that game is so good, so good. Just the whole game. Yeah, but dude, and great. but then it crystallizes in the end. I really thought that was going to be a like the best MMO to be on. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? The online stuff. Maybe if they had supported it. I, I yeah, dude. Oh, they put so much effort in the GTA. I was watching the 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 ending to like remind myself, and that's when I saw those other endings and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But um, I was like, God, this is beautiful. Yeah. And I just thought, like, it's just such a fun world to be in. It is, you know, it what is, I mean? and it's a full fleshed out world, just like GTA. But I like the, I love the wilderness and everything, and I loved hunting in that. You game. think we get a three? <sighs> If we do, it's a long ways away because we're definitely, obviously, getting GTA 6 first. Right. Um, and supposedly, they were working on, and it wasn't announced what, remastering an older game 
It was rumored to be either Red Dead Redemption or GTA 4. Oh. Um, but they, they put that on the shelf so that everything was being focused on 6. I, uh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no there's no bad call there. Yeah. Um, obviously, like, just hire another studio to remake your game. But that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Blue Point did great with Demon's Souls. Yeah. Um, True. But a couple of my honorable mentions here. Like I already said, Last of Us 1 and 2. Um, Persona 4. <laughs> 5. I knew it. 5 Royal. Uh, of course. And Persona 5 Strikers. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a really good franchise. Every like, single one of these games had me to, I had crying when I beat it. God. Crying. Um, I also have on here, because it just seemed fitting, but it's also a good ending. Star Fox 64. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's a really good ending. It is. Yeah. It's very good. Better than Star Fox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, st- uh, Star Raccoon. Um, but, uh, and then Mass Effect. And I just have the trilogy here because I enjoy beating all of them. I would say. Oh, two. Two, two would be the one for me. No, yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then this one here is only here because I would have absolutely put it in my top five but it's not a full game so i didn't count it so it's an honorable mention i love pt oh okay and to go through that whole horror experience and come out the other and not knowing you're playing a hideo kojima um hideo kojima and guillermo guillermo del toro silent hills game what a ride and what a way to put your game out there yeah man yeah, and nobody's yeah. done that since, and I don't blame them because they they got their game got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck, fuck you, Konami. Yeah, but, yeah. It'll, it'll be a legend forever. And I still have it. Yeah, still have it. Yeah, I played it. You did. It you great. did. I had. I, it was a good time. But that is to say, there's a lot of good video game open endings. Um, I will go ahead and say honorable mention. Jedi Survivor's ending is very good. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, the first I one would, was I, pretty good too. I don't remember. I, don't remember. I remember a vague happiness. Yeah, but yeah. like I like so. But this one's gonna stick. The with story you. of two is a good bit. There's a lot more to go mm-hmm. g- g- get through. Um, I'm not saying like it's like an all timer by any means, but it, it it is quite a step up, and I I think there's I can't wait to see where we go from here. Probably but, better than uh, Red Falls. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe the very end is where it shines. I have no clue. (laughs) But with that, we're going to take a quick break. And then as we usually do, we'll be back with this week's wrap-up. And we are back. Going to be going over this week's wrap-up where we just talk about things we've been watching, been playing, just been doing, nerding out over whatever. Ernest, what do you got? So I've been watching. It's been tough for me, man. Um, I would get home in Utah or home, quote-unquote, to the hotel room. You were there for two weeks. It's, and, it's fine to call it home. And uh, I, I would always be like, we're getting home and do, like, air quotes whenever <laughs> I said it. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I would just be so exhausted that I would just, like, lay in bed on my phone for a little bit, play some Marvel Snap, and then go to sleep, like, listen to my book. Um, so i haven't got to watch a lot yeah i am up to date on ted lasso noise as always mm. um was that a british accent that was pretty good um thank you yeah. <laughs> that wasn't british that was irish oh, i appreciate you yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just keep on going all right. 
Um, but yeah, it, it's a great show as always. If you haven't Absolutely. picked it up, please pick it up just so that for that little boost in morale. It's man, not about just soccer. And not that's not, that's the way. To, it's not about just soccer. It's it's really not. It's barely about soccer. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yellow jackets. I'm also caught up on. It's not about yellow jackets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. I did um, think it would be somehow about bugs. Yeah, because I didn't know anything, and the first prim- like poster for it has like a, a yellow jacket on a girl's face, and I was like, oh, it's a volleyball. I see team. how you get there. <laughs> I see how you get there. But that's just one of the the, the best shows out right now. Fucking told opinion. you, it's so good for sure. Um, but. Uh, a show that I wasn't caught up on very recently, and then I very quickly became caught up on uh, last night. I was unable to sleep for various reasons, so I filled that time by watching the entire season of You. Um, who of who? You, who? Chris Pierce. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't look him up. No, nah, well, actually, do promote the podcast. Um, yeah, sponsor us. The. Uh, yeah, I watched the first episode the night before, and then as I was about to have dinner, I was like, I'll put on, you know, the second episode or whatever. So there's been kind of a formula with what they've been doing from season to season in that, you know, he falls in love with a girl, and that just leads to bad things because he's a sociopath. Because he wants to kill her? Right. He's like a narcissist. I haven't seen it, so I'm just He's, he's a narcissist, sociopath, and everybody that he loves ends up murdered by him pretty much. that reminds me of you uh, a little bit <laughs> but don't tell on me oh no i'm just talking about the show and then <laughs> but i'm <laughs> damn it damn it damn the name of this show and um and this time they switched it around pretty well um i know that these are based off books and i'm wondering to I myself if if this season happens in the books because it is so different um it it turns into a bit of a who done it, okay, and then mid- or a you done it midway through you find out who done it, oh. and then just when you think you know everything, it fucking twists on you, and the twists and turns of this season are just so well done. I'm sure man. M Night loves it, and <laughs> and you know all the <laughs> all the um the endings of the episode are just so well done to make it like that much harder to not watch the next one. That's awesome. To like stop binging it. They do it so It's a well. Netflix series, right? Yeah. 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 And you know, like, they know they, they want you to binge it. Like, uh, like I always think of like game of Thrones cliffhangers, you know, mm, like, okay. Oh dude, the notes that they would end episodes on, yeah. you know? And th- it's like that level, you know, of like, cliffhanger where it's like fuck now i gotta see at least the first scene of the next episode and then it just keeps and dragging just, you just, yeah and then it happens again and again and again um so yeah yeah i i liked it a lot like more than i thought i was going to that's and, good and, well you've been a fan of the show right and but that's the thing is the very first time that i watched the first season because i binged that in one night as well um so like i went into it thinking like okay i'll see what all the fuss is about whatever and then I fucking loved it. And then season two was coming out and I was like, because I hate the main character so much. Um, but you're supposed to. Yeah. Like he is the bad guy. And um, so uh, like, I'd be like any woman that wants Joe Goldberg is toxic as fuck. You know, shit I love like the this. name <laughs> like, Joe, Joe Goldberg. Yeah, man. Like uh, he's the worst. He's like literally a sociopathic, like 
murderer and girls are like he's so sweet like <laughs> he just pays so much attention to her like oh he's fucking obsessed is why yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like then i was like yeah season two comes out and i'm like oh you know i'll check it out or whatever and then it was fucking good and it just keeps getting me like that every that's time. fair i have a few shows like at that. this point like i should just expect it's to like your like, personal sleeper hit yeah, yeah yeah for sure um so that's been great um, I haven't got to play too many video games. So in Utah, I picked up uh, Kana and it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's so from the heart. I love the storytelling and the style um, of animation as well. But um, I had to put it down because um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor came out. Ooh. And uh, I do not regret that decision at all i've got to play it very little uh now that i'm finally back home i'm gonna get to put some hours in on it um we'll see if i get the plat or not but i'm loving the story so far it's awesome and um as they like reintroduce these characters i'm having all these memories flooding back from the first one um because it's been a year now since i've played it um and i didn't remember everything but it all just came rushing back as soon as i picked up the sticks on this one nice and so i'm really loving it um i hope that i get to circle back around to Kana. that's the priority right now like Mm. when i finish this one i want to circle back around and and finish that out at least the story if not trophies and stuff that's fair but um i know you're not getting zelda so i imagine it won't be too bad the only other game that i really put on once in a while i still throw on civ 6 uh just when okay when i want to lay down and i'm feeling lazy but like i want to keep my brain active it's either marvel snap or it's Civ Six. Beautiful. Um, I love that that one just came out of nowhere. But another <laughs> another one that I've been throwing in the mix for just that like downtime. I'm gonna listen to my audiobook or whatever. Um, Tetris. Really? Yeah, man. Fuck you, Taryn Egerton. Yeah, Look what yeah, you've done, Taryn Egerton. <laughs> and it's really it's that though that like I was like you know what I'm gonna play some Tetris and bro like it's come so far you know like and the music that they have in it Mm. and and stuff like it's all it's beautiful it's like the reasons that i loved luminous like tetris now the hardest game to find in the world yeah it's very rare and uh (laughs) call back to our first episode good luck hearing it with that audio the rarest games out there you can't find a copy Uh, i love that he just decided to look for it while you were talking (laughs) and then yeah dude apparently uh, i i really loved that game luminous and back in the day when i still um i got i I think i got my hands on another another psp or something like that but i was trying to find it and um every game stop everywhere was always just like that's a really hard game to find bro like there was one uh i heard rumors that there was one copy like at north star but (laughs) i don't know if it's true or not and then fucking <laughs> I'm going to start because it's going to be so much easier than the last thing we all did as a group. Everyone pitch in for a PSP and a copy <laughs> of Luminous to give to Ernest for his birthday this year. Yeah, it's 20 bucks on fucking PlayStation now. So it's going to be like, all right, you give me 25 cents. You give me 25 cents. But Tetris is a good time. Um, and, and we have the movie to owe it to. Yeah, man. It, it they always, should have a map where it like turns cyberpunk. into like his face or something. It, it kind of like cyberpunk me. That's good. You know? I mean, that's... I. Yeah. Obviously, probably not to the same effect as fully cyberpunk, but I, I assume some people would have that idea. Like, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to play some Tetris. Yeah. And because usually it's a really easy game to get a hold on in one yeah. version or another. Yeah. Um, Did you already own it or was it part of your subscription? It's part of the subscription. Gotcha. And um, I'm really bad at it. 
I I suck at Tetris. So bad. <laughs> but it's still fun. But it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So even when you're bad at it, it's fun. There you it, go. That's the that's mark. That's a good game. Of, that's yeah. the mark of a great game. Yeah. Um and my last thing is I finished book eleven of Cradle. Ooh. Um so I'm back to where I was before I got the news that the last the last book, book twelve, is going to release next month. Oh, but that's um, so close. Yeah, yeah. So I'm listening to another one of his books. In the meantime, I'm going back to that uh, Dawn and Darkness, Darkness and Dawn mm-hmm. series. Um, and it's it's great to hold me over, but I'm just so looking forward. I bet, man. Down. So excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. I love you, Will White. That's all I got, baby. Oh, Will White. I wish he had something. Um, but... I wa- I've read 11 books in the Will White book series. I'm just kidding. Um, so recently, I beat Jedi Survivor because um, I didn't go to Utah. But <laughs> I will say, I as, wish you had. <laughs> as I was bringing up earlier, um, the it is, it is very good. I, I love it. I thought it was really good. I think it is the first like great game of this year. Um, that's so encouraging. Yeah. That's so, that's so yeah. exciting to hear. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... Obviously, there's always surprise launches and whatnot, but I could easily see this being at least a nominee for Game of the Year at the end of the year. That's great. Um, Win for EA because it's been a while since they've been up there. As they far just as need I to know. stop being dicks. Yeah, but respawn. We'll just say respawn because they're under EA. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, what they've done with Cal's journey here, the way it's fleshed out. I I love the the Pylune Saloon setting. Yeah. And the you can expand upon that with finding new characters and improving stuff there. And it's just a lot of fun. You know, uh, through the beginning of this game, I was already thinking to myself, I, I think Cal might be my favorite Jedi. It's fair. I barely so and you've you've played some. The dude is so brutal at times. I'm like, bro, are you a Jedi? Yeah. <laughs> bro. Yeah. <laughs> dude, you'll cut people in fucking half. And that's the thing is like he is he is a little like unconventional. Yeah. Uh, in that yeah. Uh, he was away for it from it for so long. Yeah. Like hey, we gotta remember he only just came back to being a Jedi. That's fair. Stuff. No, that's completely fair. Um but like yeah, man, like his journey and the way that he handles things, like I I I love the motherfucker, man. Yeah, he's great. And then because Cameron, uh, his actor, his actual actor, mm-hmm. uh, in my Mana Manahagen, Manahan, Manahan, Manahagen, Hagen Das. That motherfucker, man. He's great. He is. He is such a good actor. He is. You know, he deserves for me to be able to. Did you watch this thing with Mark Hamill? Oh, I saw like a quick clip of it. Yeah, he's like pissed because I didn't get two lightsabers. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Um, but the game is really good. I think the story is very good. Combat so solid. As you know, there's different stances. What I doubt you have unlocked yet is there's a stance that turns your lightsaber into a great sword. Shut the fuck up. Not even kidding. Oh my god. Yeah, Chris's are forever. But of. funny enough, because Justin got to it and he's like, "You used this a lot, didn't you?" I tried. But I ended up using dual blades more. I'm actually dual blades is my shit because there's so many imagine. times you're being shot at off screen. <laughs> yeah, wait, what did I play on? Um, I was gonna say Ongbok. That's a movie <laughs> on uh, Wulong. Wulong. Also, two different cultures. Learners <laughs> <laughs> do but, better. But yeah, no, the dual blade is just the, the faster you can move, the better it is because of the deflecting and everything. Yeah. But um, when I had the chance to be like while I was going back and doing some trophy stuff and like doing like these little solo fights and whatnot. Um, Cause there's bounty stuff to do. Oh, cool. Um, there, that's when I was like, let's put it on. 
and it's it's a great sword. A great it's sword. fucking cool. Yeah. When you look at it, because it doesn't, you don't look like it gives you a cross guard, kind of like um oh like Kylo, Kylo, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how does this make it heavier? But it's fine, because <laughs> it looks like he holds it like it's heavier and it hits harder. And I'm just like, it's still the same blade. You have to, uh, how do you say? He's miming it. <laughs> believe in the force. I guess fair enough. Fair enough. But um, I will say the standout for me, um, remind me, her, is her name Marin? Yes. Phenomenal in this game. I, I love her already. You only get, a, you only get so her. much of her in the first one, but here she's a full out character for you. And I love their bond. Same. Yeah. Same. And I love, cause she's a Russian actress and you just hear that accent. I love her accent uh, so yeah. much. Her yeah, voice yeah. is amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And she has like a little, you can tell she went to like shop at hot topic between games. It's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> um, but that's not, I'm not done with star Wars yet. So one of my favorite things in existence is animated anthologies. Um, I've, I don't know if I've talked about it on the show cause I don't know. But I love um, Love, Death, and Robots. But, like, yeah, if you know Chris, then you know animated. Yeah, it's so good. And I love, like, different types of animation, different stories, yada, yada. I loved Star Wars Visions when it came out. And Star Wars Visions Season 2 is out. And one of my favorite animation studios, I didn't realize this until I was watching it. I was like, this looks so much like, oh, my fucking God, it is. Um, They're called Cartoon Saloon. Mm. Um, They've, if you've heard of the movies they've done, are, um, have you heard of Song of the Sea? No. Wolfwalkers? Also no. Okay. Um, Wolfwalkers was exclusive to Apple. And Song of the Sea is definitely like an under, like a smaller one. There's also um, Secret of Kells. Also no. Okay, that's I'm fine. so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I brought you on here to give you taste because you didn't have any. Uh, <laughs> this is all just a big project. It's but, like, like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're giving... That's but, fine. But movies. Yeah, yeah, but you made me... The, it's fine. <laughs> Having zero to do with sexuality. You know <laughs> what I mean. But it can, baby. <laughs> um, if, if you act right. <laughs> but, um, he snapped. <laughs> and Ginger snaps back. Okay. 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 I'm done with that. But, <laughs> but Star Wars Visions Season 2... I loved season one because I think it was such a great idea. Yeah. And I love that we're back here again. Original stories just happen to be set in the Star Wars universe, different studios this time around. And dude, they're good. It's so good. And because I'll never forget that first episode. Dude, it's so good. And I'm telling you, dude, you're going to remember this first one again. Awesome. Awesome. I I won't. I can't compare them. I, I personally, I'd probably like the original one more, but. Again, it's just another season. It's it's you might as well just look at it as all of one thing. Yeah, because it's just more. It's just a continuation just of yeah. what we had before. Yeah, yeah. And original. Because there story. is no story to continue. Exactly, it's just that single. And one. honestly, it might be my favorite form of Star Wars media that I've like cared about because like the movies are cool, mm-hmm. but like they never in my lifetime they've never been consistently great. Because I didn't grow up with those originals. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I became a Star Wars fan in my 20s. Mm. My, like 20, I wasn't even born yet. 23, I want to say, I, I watched all the Star Wars that was out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yes, I love this. Yeah, and I totally get it's yeah. cool. Yeah. But, like, at least as of now, I feel like it's a lot of, like, what I've, we've been saying about the MCU. Like, I want to see some more original ideas. Yes. I want to see some things pop off. And Visions gives you that just tenfold. 
And when you add into like the difference of like just giving people animated creativity, it heightens everything. And like it was so cool to have Trigger do an episode in the first season. Yeah. And and it's not just because of the animation because I like the studio, but my favorite episode of season two is done by Cartoon Saloon. And I love my favorite stories are the ones that involve Siths and how difficult it can be to make those choices. Yeah. And how it can be diff it's just it's so good. There's a lot of Sith stuff in season two. Awesome. Just saying. Um, and because most of the time, if I ever get a chance, like, in the game mm -hmm. to fight as, like, Imperial stuff or... You go Renegade. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't go Rebel. Yeah. I go, like, fucking Imperial in most things. Okay. Like, I'd rather play Darth Vader than Luke. That's fair. Like that. You know what I mean? That's completely fair. Yeah, yeah. I was a big Randy Orton fan back in the day. He, it, I thought he's still your favorite. He He is. Uh, but he made me like he's the one that opened it. I love a good villain. That's fair. And if I get to play as one, I, I loved it when he because when I got into wrestling, just fun segue. We're just gonna do this now. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, we already yeah. did the Kennedy. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know if he's still a wrestler. But he's <laughs> not. He's not. <laughs> hey, man, I'm carrying his legacy. Um, I remember when he tag teamed with that Seamus kid. But uh, that guy's the one. Oh, and Hornswoggle. Yeah. Oh, dude. Okay. This is now the WWE podcast. I'm fairly <laughs> certain that exists. Please don't attack me. Um, but I got into, when I got into wrestling, Randy Orton was part of that team with um, Ric Flair, Dave. Evolution. That's Dave. right. That's yeah. right. Triple H. And I think, yeah. was Michael's part of it or no? No. No. Okay. Yeah, it was those four. That's right. That's right. And of course, it was like the first team I ever saw when I was watching wrestling. Yeah. And to watch that dissolve. And I, I remember being like, dude, I can't believe people can like, because I didn't think about it being fake. How do they beat Dave? He's huge. He's a giant. <laughs> like, he's, he's, and of course, I never called that. I was like, Batista, the Batista ball. Yeah, now he's, now he's Dave. Yeah, sure. now he's Dave. He now fucking Dave. deserves Dave. Dave. Dave is a lot better than Dwayne. He's, anyway. a, he's a whole, uh, as an actor? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's though I do feel like he's maybe, one of my favorite actors in the biz right now. That's fair. Not saying like he's necessarily. Oh, you saw my post. Like you know, he's one if, of my favorite performers. If we're doing like um, you know, like a super serious film or something, he might he might not be my first choice. Mm. But if he ever is chosen, it's I'm, never like fuck. why is he there? Yeah, no, yeah. it's fuck yeah, fuck yeah, Dave's in it. Where yeah. like, and it's my bad, but and he's earned it. But sometimes I always just question it. John C. Riley. He's so good. He can do. He can do both. Well, I mean, yeah, because and he was doing the serious stuff first. He is, oh, that I didn't know. He is a a classically trained actor. That makes sense. Yeah, because my first movie of him was Talladega Nights. Uh, I think uh, my first one with him, without realizing it, was uh, Gangs of New York. I forgot he's in that fucking movie. Yeah, he's great. he's good in it. He too. plays Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. <laughs> No, but I did forget he was playing another movie. guy. Disguised as another guy. Oh man! Yeah. And then we got shut down. <laughs> but it's okay because Ben Stiller will defend us. Thanks, man. Um, my baby boy, Gindy Tartakovsky, has come back with a new animated series. You're loving it, huh? We're getting there. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love seeing his animation always, but um, he's come a long way from Dexter. Sorry. Dexter's Laboratory. Um, it's called Unicorn Warriors Eternal. It throws a lot of shit at you in the first two episodes. Like a lot. Like heavy stuff? No. Just like learning a lot. <laughs> oh, like everything everywhere all at once. Something like that. But like it's... I now understand why they're called Warriors Eternal. 
like it's reincarnations of these people okay and whatnot um so jury's still out and i'm i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna give it the fair shake but um it's just a lot of like learning stuff in those first two episodes because you like it's think of it like it felt like watching the the backstory part of eternals fast forwarded ah i see how that's like and these are like 15 minute episodes i was just like my eyes but i love the animation i love it's very steampunky but you're hoping that it oh i have faith smooths out yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. um i rule of thumb and i think everyone should do this you should never judge a show off of its first episode or first two if it's a part two partner right because that is something they make specifically to show to a studio to be like this is an amalgamation of what you should expect do you are you gonna let me make more <laughs> yeah, right, right. and then after that it's like okay i'm gonna make more and then they get to like flesh stuff out yeah and obviously some shows start off really well and it's not an issue but like i'm just like I'm not judging it off of that. And I'm not saying anything was bad. It's just, it was a lot. And I, I support the man. I, the dude gave us hotel Transylvania. Um, so I'm stuck. Really come me. on. First huh? one's really good. First one is good. Um, that's it. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> I don't think I hated to, but it's, you're right. It's not. To the but same one I would though. consider like I would watch one again. Yeah. Um, that's a fun Halloween time, but some things I've watched recently, um, I've caught up with a horror, horror franchise that I've been meaning to touch on, which is the terrifier films, terrifier that's one right. and terrifier two. So random. Yeah. Y'all had a night for it. Well, cause what? So the random part of it is, Justin asked me about it yeah, and I've never talked to him about it. I've been wanting to see him. Um, and I'd already, I'd already seen Terror, Terrifier one full disclosure. I'd already seen it. Um, but two came into theaters last year and we just, I mean, we, it came out towards the end of last year and we were trying to watch every other fucking thing. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I've always wanted to see it cause I like the first Terrifier. It's, it's got some good gore and stuff like that and i heard the second one like people and you hear you hear it all about a lot of things but like people were walking out stuff like that some people threw up in the theater and right. that is pretty gross um and i talked to my friends mick and freddie mm-hmm. hello guys if you heard it on the show and the reason i got excited is because they say it's warranted i i can whenever i think of them i think like like horror experts yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I d- we definitely don't agree on every single thing yeah but um if they have a suggestion for something that might be gross or creepy or something like that and if something scares mick it's probably too scary for like me. if it's going to stand out to them yes right. yes yes yes, yes. Right, right. um and uh and they're the reasons i watched the first terrifier full disclosure but um terrifier 2 oh because justin was asking about it and i was like D- i can rent it if you want and he's like yeah let's do that and then it turned into a thing because we didn't meet last week we had a week off right um and i was like terrifier tuesdays <laughs> i honestly thought we were just gonna watch two because it's not necessarily anything that narratively you need to watch between the two of them uh, actually that's wrong now that i think about it that is actually 100 percent. there is a story um <laughs> you just get distracted by the rest yeah of but like the when the movie ends it's so re- there's a clear tie to the first film but um oh my god this ties into something else too because guess who's a guest star in the terrifier 2 film chris jericho no shit no shit god damn. he shows up and we were watching oh well i Justin doesn't know who he is i was watching for him he shows up at the very end of the movie <laughs> He's some security guard at like some place. <laughs> just jacked. 
Uh, yeah. I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's still rocking that ponytail. Um, oh, Canada. But Terrifier 2, I'll, I'll say Terrifier 1 is good. I think it's it's a very enjoyable film. Um, you have Art the Clown, who is becoming, has become a horror icon already. And I got to because imagine just a really sadistic Bugs Bunny, who he gets to play by cartoon rules, but you don't. Oh, uh, okay. That's cool. Like mallets and animals yes. and stuff yes, like yes, yes. that. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and the gore is there with it. And it's the first one is very low budget, wasn't in theaters, didn't go to streaming. It came to streaming later, and that's how I saw it. But they got the crowd, they crowdfunded too. And the director apparently was like, we, we got to make this money. We got to get a, give these fans a lot of bang for their buck. And holy fuck, it's grotesque. Awesome. In the best way. Yeah. Um, there is some nasty stuff. Your average moviegoer probably shouldn't. You're you're gonna be grossed out, but I'm just, but the gore in this, like, I want a documentary of how they made a lot of this because I'm just like, wow. You want like that Pinocchio behind the scenes? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I just want to see them making the nastiness because I remember watching the, the special features on my first Resident Evil DVD as a child, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, how, and they teach you how they make the dogs from that movie, and they just put they just put spaghetti on the dogs. Oh wow. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, yeah. yeah. And I was like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> it's more impressive the dogs aren't trying Movie to eat the magic, spaghetti. Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Terrifier 2, if you're a horror fan, if you're a gore hound, bro, yes. I'll check them yes, out. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, they're just, they're so fun. And they're not going to, there's like a lore to it mm-hmm. that it doesn't explicitly tell you what is what. You kind of are left to put things together. And I love that about it. It's like a mystery. You would. You don't know what art is. <laughs> you don't know what his deal is. You still don't know what his deal is. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Feed me fucking just enigmatic. Feed me wildness. all the nothing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and disgusting gore. Um, and then one last film I caught up with. Um, I will say right now, Guardians is my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. As of right now. Yeah. And that is a pretty low bar considering everything that's come out till here. But still, um, but before this, I did have something else before it. Um, granted, it only lasted a few days because I saw it only a few days before, which is, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I saw that you were watching that. Yeah. I didn't even know it was based off of a Judy Bloom book. Who knew? I knew that. I didn't. <laughs> but I, I know nothing of it. Yeah. I just know um, that there's like a, a deep love by a lot of fans. Yes. Yeah. Um, it essentially goes, your character is... Um, Margaret and who would have thunk it? Her brother, nope, her father is played by Benny Safty, same person, one of the one of the Safty brothers who directed Uncut Gems, okay, and um, my boy Pattinson's movie, um, Good Time. And uh, he he plays he's a Jewish man, and then you have um, remind me her name the love interest from dr strange and she's in mean girls as well rachel mcadams yes she plays um a christian woman who so okay so she's not christian she's someone she's from a family of devout christians who kicked her out for marrying a jew i see i see i say all this the movie's not about religion (laughs) but religion is there okay and the way the religion is utilized in this film i find very interesting and enjoyable 
because it doesn't answer any questions about is God real? Does God exist? Should I be doing this for God? Should I be doing this for that? This is all a coming of age story about this young girl. It's like very like turning red, but a little more real because it goes in like periods and stuff. And she doesn't turn into a red raccoon. She does not. Yeah. She does not. Okay. It's a red panda. Yeah. Raccoon is a horrible. <laughs> it looks horrible like a raccoon. Word. Wow. I'm not a raccoon. You learn nothing. <laughs> I have tr- raccoons on my mind. And <laughs> my money on my mind. But anyway, <laughs> um, but there, there is a, a family dynamic there where we're bringing in the the Christian relatives interacting with the Jewish ones and not getting along, and her trying to find her place in religion, but her parents want her to make her choice about what her religion is, and don't because I grew up in a religious household, mm-hmm. so a lot of that did speak to me a little bit, but it, nothing was ever forced on me. But like I've hopped around. Because I lived with my mom, obviously, the majority of my life. But then there was a portion where I did live with my father. And he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, and that stuff didn't work out for me. And then he wanted me to try to do the Christian thing with my stepmom. Where like they're, gent- they're speaking in tongues and all this stuff. And that also did not work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, to each their own. I'm not here to down anyone on their religion. What I liked about this film is it did not hate on anyone's religion. It took in these perspectives. It just acknowledges that they are all present. Exactly. Yeah. Because whether you believe in God or not, religion is a big thing in a lot of households. Yeah. And it can be, and I love it. There's a line in this movie where there's such a discourse between families where Margaret here has to stand up for herself and be like, this is why I don't even want to choose one. All the worst things in history are brought about from different religions. And she like leaves a room and everyone's just like, oh, man. it's like a drop the mic moment. I was like, yeah. get it, girl. You do you. <laughs> but like I said, it's not about religion. It's about this girl finding her place in the world, being comfortable with herself, realizing because a lot of her, a lot, what happens is a lot of her friends get their period first and she feels like they're outgrowing her really fast when she's already moved into this new town and thought she was okay in this new group. Um, but then... Like, like I just said, that all happens. She thinks they're outgrowing her and she thinks she's being left behind. She's like, what's wrong with me? And it essentially goes into like aspects of like just accepting who you are, living life the way you do. And not everyone does things the same way. No one's going to live their lives the same way. Like do go at your pace. You're going to be just fine. Take, take a beat. And the way it touches into that with this being like a story about a child um, I just found really, I found really pure and really good. It's really good. Really good and story. And Guardians came out. And then Guardians. And I cried. And if you make me cry, it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, extra points. Yeah. But trust me, trust me. It's it's going to be short-lived because Barbenheimer. And you're hearing it's me say gonna it. Be, it's going to be a Barbenheimer day. day is coming. Yeah. And I, we just got the, did you watch the new trailer for Oppenheimer? Yes. It's beautiful. It's pretty intense. It is. Yeah. And I didn't think about this. Um, it's Killian, right? Yes. Or Cillian. My bad. Oh, man. He's Sicilian? I'm just kidding. No. Um, also, yes. <laughs> Cillian Murphy. Uh, he doesn't... He This is his first time being a lead for Christopher Nolan. Like, he's usually, like, a support in there. Right, right. Um, and apparently... Because I saw a thing, uh, an interview with Christopher Nolan today where he was like, I was so excited to finally give this guy the chance to be, the, in, be in the limelight. And I'm like, dude, yeah. Dude deserves it. I can't wait to see him just swing. Great scarecrow. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, fucking Peaky Blinders is amazing. I have not he's, seen that. He's so good in it, though. Yeah. 
As you could imagine. Oh, I bet. Yeah. But like any role I see him in, um, because obviously I've seen everything from Nolan, all even his supporting roles, I'm like, there's something there. And I can't wait to see it. But unfortunately, it's coming up the day of the best movie ever made. So I don't know. We're, we're gonna we're gonna see where that lands. I, I you know like I'm rooting for. Uh, of course, I want my favorite things of the year or whatever to be topped over yeah. and over and over again. It's gonna have to work really hard to top Guardians. Right yeah, now, the way I'm feeling. That's fair. Oh man, it's just it's really good. I feel you, man. So, I saw it twice. But, but don't. But I'm sure we're gonna get some five star movies out here. Oh yeah, you and then and, don't uh, never forget when you get towards the end of the year, that's when they're like, okay, we need to drop these. So they remember him during Oscar season. Yeah. Go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, which is, makes it all the more awesome that everything ever all at once had that staying power. Cause it was like the Elden ring of films like last March. year. Yeah. 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 And it just stayed, which is awesome. It was the Elden ring. Of, that's a perfect way to put it. Cause that also yeah. came out in March of its year. Right. And like, it just, it, people knew God of war was coming out, but it's just like, Elden Ring, but <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's like I love God of War, but Elden Ring is coming. Out. It's already out. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, but it's been a fun talk. It's been great hanging out again. I loved how much time we spent on Guardians. Yes. Um, <laughs> how much time we spent on wrap up, even? Yeah, yeah for sure. And we were due a long episode, especially episode 50, episode fifty five zero. We thank you all for your support. For anyone who's been tuning in since day one, I know that audio is rough, but we've we've done our best to come here. Sorry. Fuck the haters. Fuck the haters. <laughs> we haven't we haven't heard any hate at all. Yeah, um, which we also appreciate. So much. <laughs> but if you do want to share hate with us, if you want to share some love, Ernest, where can the people find us? So if you'd like to share your hate, you can find us out here on all these social medias, baby. Oh, please don't hate us. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we're out here on TikTok. Like we we make TikToks. I don't even we scroll do. through TikTok, but I'll be on TikTok. We are. It's a thing. Um, it's a thing. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, then we appreciate any and all feedback at life is storytelling at gmail.com uh once again we love you i do have one thing that i want to share that's real quick because me and a lot of other people that i know uh we'd be going through some shit man you know and there was this really nice quote in you and like the last place i mean it's not the last place i expect to hear like profound shit because did it come from the sociopath a lot of it is based off of like him loving books and surrounding himself by other like intelligent people so of course there's going to be some quotes in there but um somebody said suffering is inevitable and only by meeting it with compassion can we learn to grow oh and i like especially with you know, just the way everything's been fucking going. Like, yeah. it rains in my house and my car gets stolen and fucking whatever, whatever. Yeah. I miss home and boohoo. Yeah. Like, suffering is going to be there. But yeah. it's like how we approach it that really matters. And as long as we keep an open heart and stuff, I think we're going to be good, baby. I bet it also helps having a job. Um, <laughs> but... With that, we are going to call it here. We will be back next week reviewing the new Robert Rodriguez film. Been a long time since I've been able to say that. <laughs> um, Hypnotic, starring Ben Affleck. If you haven't heard of it, not surprised. Um, but it is coming out in theaters 
looks interesting. I'm here for the director. Um, but we will be the, here back here with that and then whatever is going on in gaming news at that time. Thank you all for tuning in and have a great week.